All right, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to Chopping an Apple Peace Scott. I'm Prescott Kelly. Today is Sunday, November 19th. Glad to have you back with us. I got my dude Jay Hall of the Marvelous Live podcast live with me as well. You know what to do. Smash those five-star reviews on pod uh, Spotify. We will actually, I'm doing something new now. I would only put the uh, the audio version up. I'm gonna do the video now too. I'm trying to, you know, express my dominance in the space, if you will. You want people to see your face. That's what you want. Well, I'm not pretty enough for that, but I appreciate your, your sentiment. That's why I know I know you're not. That's why you got me here. <laughs> That's why you got me here, bruh. Glad yeah. I could be of, glad I could be of assistance. Yo, always <laughs> salute you for your service, my guy. Thank we got you. a lot of stuff to talk about. Everything on the scroll right now. You can see we got Peace Guys picks. Jerry Jones is finally not being a jerk and let Jimmy Johnson into the Cowboys Hall of Fame, which we just found out right before kickoff. Draymond deserved to me way more than five games by the NBA. Ken Dorsey got fired. There's scapegoats. There's everything else in between. What we do first, Mr. J. Hall. So, Peace God's Picks is something that I do pretty regularly, but I don't always make it out into the universe, right? But what I want to do is get your perspective on these things while these games are going on. So now you and I have already been talking, and you're watching right now, and you even told me, yo, Justin Fields, they, they scored on Detroit, right? You said? Yeah, first drive. I think their first drive, they scored. They, they drove down the field scored. Okay, so it's going to sound really bad because I have Chicago plus eight. And this is going to sound like I was already – I did this bet four hours ago, but nobody knows this. But I want to get your perspective on this. So Chicago plus eight is what I took. I'm not, I don't think they're going to win – but Chicago plus eight, even though they've, they've already scored, obviously that makes my line look better. But you agree mm-hmm. or disagree? Um, I I I disagree because I think like the Bears, the Bears are just have just been a model of inconsistency. The Lions are at home. The Lions are going to pick it up. I picked the Lions. I picked the Lions plus three and a half. I feel like and Wait, the Lions lot. Would you would you find Lions? Minus three and a half. Oh, alternate, <laughs> alternate spread, oh. <laughs> alternate spread. Feel <laughs> me? Because I wanted, because I felt like Justin Fields would get off with some more juice, but the Lions are still the Lions at home, and I don't see the I don't see the Bears maintaining their consistency all game, and the Lions' offense is just too is is just going to be too much. Now that you have everybody, you got everybody healthy, so the Lions are going to be too much, in my opinion. I understand where like where that would come from. And for me, I was thinking about if you're giving me eight and you have Justin Fields, my thing is again, I don't think that Chicago is gonna win this game by any stretch of the imagination. But when I saw that Justin Fields was gonna play as opposed to uh Bajan Zero, I thought, all right, <laughs> yo, what where is I, these days coming from, man? <laughs> I thought, okay, well people like maybe maybe Detroit scores like twenty four, right? They might let Chicago get a backdoor touchdown or something like that. But the fact that the way that I'm looking at it now, because again, I didn't know this going into it, but Chicago already has seven, right? So at this point in time, I'm technically Chicago plus fifteen. Yeah, yeah. 
which I, I feel pretty good about. Yeah. Next, I got doubt. Okay, the Dallas Cowboys are minus ten and a half against Carolina. This is the way that I see it. I hate taking double digit you know, favorites. I don't like doing it. I feel like it's largely a trap game. But Dallas and Dallas is also the other thing. They are the trap game. Dallas is always the trap game. Dallas is the trap game. But I, I took the bait. Every, every exactly. Every, I took the bait. I took every, the bait. We are the bait. But what they've done is on trash teams, they beat the absolute dog out of bad teams. And Carolina's a bad team. So 10 and a half is a big pill to swallow. But I thought, uh, you know what? I'll go ahead and take them. I took I took Dallas minus 10 and a half against Carolina. You agree? I, I did. Too. I did, too. I did, too. I was because I'm like Bryce Young. Man. Now, Bryce Young decides to look like prime Russell Wilson today. I'm going to be a little bit pissed off. <laughs> Oh, you know, I was, I was like, no, 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 that has nothing to do with it. I, I still love Russell Wilson. Anybody who knows me knows I want Russell to do well. If Seattle can't win a Super Bowl, I want to see Russ with another one. So nothing, nothing to do with Russ. It's just He's like much better this year. Nah, he has. It's nothing to do with Russ. It's just like I don't want Bryce Young to do well today when I pick the damn Cowboy spread. Like, nah, keep being trash. <laughs> you can be good, but not today. Not today, but also I need, but just keep doing what you're doing. Throw like 180 yards with 100 of them going to Adam Thielen because he's on my team. I picked up Adam, I picked up Adam Thielen off the waiver wire in week one. I was like, bro, y'all tripping. He's, he's been, he's been really y'all tripping. He's been really solid this entire year. Folks thought he was like done. I wanted Adam Thielen to come to Seattle. I didn't think we was going to draft Jackson Smith. I wanted us to. You know what I'm saying? I wanted Thielen to be that third receiver. Because Thielen's still a guy who could just constantly get open and catch the ball. Yeah. Well, and Jigma Smith has been really good the last like two or three weeks. It seems like he's kind of forming. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, he's 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 still got drop issues, man, which is crazy. I didn't think he was gonna have those issues, man. He dropped some easy ass passes, man. Well, there's yeah, there's that, but I mean when you look at Seattle, like DK's what four years into his career i think and i think tyler this is your number i think this is five yeah it's four or five but like tyler lockett is kind of on the way out and i don't MJ, think he's on the way out oh come on man he going like i'm not saying they're going to tell him don't be here anymore. i'm not saying that but like he's on the other side of from i mean he's end. on the he's on the downside of his career yeah but i don't think I mean, I, I mean, I realistically think Locke got. I, I, don't, I think he's going to be a Seattle lifer. I don't think. I don't see. I don't see. I don't see him wanting to go anywhere else. I think he would take less to stay around. Really? And as long as I think so, I, I, one hundred percent think so. Start because Tyler, you know, he's just, he's just one of those guys, you know, down, down home type of guy. I don't think. I don't see him leaving. Look, every, everybody says they're a down home type of dude until they see the extra money. <laughs> Now here's the deal. I mean, I don't see Seattle just cutting him though. Uh, I mean, that's the whole thing. Is like maybe not, but look, the NFL just don't care. They don't care about anybody. Like, nah, that's a fact. Dude, dude, the Seahawks let Bobby Wagner go, dog. Like, you think Tyler Lockett <laughs> isn't going to be on that radar of yeah, dog? We, we 
especially because of Njigma Smith. Like they don't have to keep him, but nah, they don't. Nah, they don't have to. I just don't, and I. But I also don't think he's gonna play like really, really long. I think how old is he now? I think he just turned 31, 30, 31. Yeah, he's in that ballpark. Yes, somewhere around there, and um, I think he's got three. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna play at a at a moderate high level. The level he's at now. I think he can maintain that for three more years, and I think he'll be done. I don't think he's. You I don't think, think he's. A, you think that Tyler Lockett can do what he's doing for three more years? Absolutely, as long as he doesn't get hurt, which he hasn't. He's never been hurt. He he broke his leg at the end of the year, one year, and he hasn't been hurt since. Yeah, but dude, to expect that from like to expect basically seventy, eighty catches and around a thousand yards per season with like seven to ten touchdowns from a thirty. Four year old in three years, that seems a little bit out of the realm of possibility. It could happen. I'm not saying that you're like it's completely not possible, but to bet on that to me doesn't seem like that's a really good idea. Even if it's product, I think his production is naturally going to take a small dip, but I don't think he's going to get to the point where he's like, you know, he's like the old guy just trying to hang on. Like, I don't think he's ever, I don't think he's going to get to that point. Do you think he's not going to be that person based on him or based that way upon Seattle? Both. Like, but so you just, so you think that he'll, he'll know when to get out. I think he'll know. I don't think Tyler Lock is going to be the guy that's, that's, you know, I don't want to use him because he's one of my guys like Frank Gore, like Frank Gore seemed to probably play like way longer than he should have. Like, I don't think he's going to be that guy. Or Adrian Peterson. No, Adrian Peterson. That's no, better. I, That's- no, I, I, I think Frank Gore is, is the more Cause, appropriate cause, comparison. Because Peterson, Peterson was trying to hop on with anybody. So his last, like, couple years, like, his, those last, like, two years, he was with Seattle. He was with Washington. He was with the Saints. He was with the Cardinals. I got bills to pay that aren't. No, I feel you. I feel you. But, like, you know, the play, like, I don't think, I don't think Lockett will, will get to that point. I think no, 34, 35, he'll just he'll just naturally he'll just naturally bow out. I think I think for me, because what we've done is we've kind of shifted the narrative so much on what athletes can do because there are the outliers, right? There's the outliers like LeBron's 40. There's Brady who is 40 plus and still doing like we're using them as the constant when they're the outlier. So Tyler Lockett has never, ever, 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 and I'm not trying to disrespect him. I'm not trying to discredit him, but nobody has ever thought that he's been the best at what he does ever. There's no way that dude is still on a roster when he's 34. Like the NFL will just kick him out. That's just how it works. If he was, if he was, if he was like Jerry Rice got to go to the Seahawks. But that's because it's Jerry Rice. Like the resume was such where you got to still be around because you could still produce. Tyler Lockett is not that dude. I don't. I mean, but that was forty-three-year-old Jerry Rice. Like, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I don't see thirty-three and thirty-four-year-old Tyler Lockett being able to write his own story. I feel the NFL is gonna like they're gonna end that book for him. As long as he's healthy, nah, don't do that. Like if he gets if he gets hurt, then yeah, because he's a smaller that. guy. Because he's a smaller guy. But as long as but as long as he's healthy, 
He's gonna. He's still gonna be able, at thirty four. He's not. He's he's gonna produce. He's not just gonna no, stop. No, he's he's not gonna. No, man, don't do. He's that. not gonna stop. He's not just gonna stop playing. He's not just gonna turn into an egg. He's not just gonna. He's not just gonna turn into an egg. You, you think at thirty four years old, Tyler Lockett will? Well, okay, let me ask you this then, because everybody has a quantifiable and objective reasoning or stat of productive. What do you consider productive at thirty four years old? So if I had if I had to put it if I had to put it in in numbers yeah, I would say if you're if you're just decent you know receiver receiver three territory so a productive year at thirty four I say I would say fifty catches about nah. six to seven hundred yards nah three four touchdowns at thirty no what you're saying. Dude, that's a number two. I, what you just did is describe Gabe Davis. Gabe, no. <laughs> you just Gabe, if Tyler you Lockett just is, just, if Tyler Lockett is Gabe Davis at thirty-four, shit, he's still gonna be in the no, NFL. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying at that age. I'm just saying like right now. You're saying thirty-four-year-old Tyler Lockett is essentially twenty-five-year-old Gabe Davis. That sounds that, about right. That guy's gonna stick around. No, this. Come on, dog. Like this. Like this. This, this can't. I know that you're a Seahawks fan, but don't do this. There's no way in year 34 that Tyler Lockett is getting 50 catches. Let's, there, let's think about some. Let's think about some good. Let's think about some receivers at 34. At, well, around that, at 33, 34, 35. They're, they're not. They're, they don't. They don't exist. Yeah, they. You name me one wide receiver right now that you know definitively that is over 34 years old in the NFL. Name over oh, over 34? I don't know. I don't know. All the guys all the guys all the guys and you don't like it. I don't got Hey, let's hey, that's hey, that hey, that's perfectly fine. But I still I still I still believe in you exactly what I said. 34-year-old Tyler Lockett will get 50 catches. Absolutely. Regardless of squad. Absolutely. Whether it's tell you what I don't do this a whole lot. We have P. Scott's picks, which is what we're doing right now. We're kind of getting sidetracked, but you can put it on the board. I will bet you $500 right now that Tyler Lockett at 34 does not get 50 catches because I don't even know if he'll be in the NFL, but I will damn sure make sure that he's not getting 50 catches, period, regardless of squad. You ready to go down? Hell no, because he might get hurt. Oh, so no, let's, oh, let's, oh, no, so let's no, we, no, we, we can revisit if he's, if he, if he's, if he's healthy, if he's healthy, we'll revisit this. We'll do the, we'll do the caveat of this at year 34. If he has played 13 of the 17 games, because that's also barring, they might, they might change the schedule. There might actually be 19 games. We have no idea. Mm-hmm. What I, okay. Well, I'll tell you right now, if Tyler Lockett, plays I'll just do what I'll do is I'll do a percentage if he plays 80% of whatever schedule games there are at in 2000 what 26 if he catches yeah. 50 balls then I will give you 500 bucks <laughs> you, know All right, we, you owe me that because you know you're going to lose dog I ain't going to lose <laughs> Hey, if he's playing, if he if he's playing, if he's playing, I'll put I'll I'll put my money up. I'll put my money up on that. Oh my God! You don't even know who their quarterback's going to be in three years. Like Geno Smith might already retire. Moving on. Hey, hey, but you know, oh, 
No, might, might have Michael Pen- might have Michael Penix up in there. It's Penix. Penix. He got that, he got that big Penix energy. <laughs> hey, sounds about hey, sounds about right, bro. All right, sounds so about right. But yeah, go we ahead. Got, we got we got moves. We got moves. Las Vegas plus fourteen at the Miami Dolphins. I have the I have the Raiders plus fourteen. I don't think they have any chance in hell in winning. But what I'm what I'm kind of going off of is like their vibe with Antonio Pierce kind of being their interim head coach. I see them still losing. But I, again, it comes down to like that backdoor touchdown from Aiden O'Connell or whatever. I got the Raiders plus 14 against Miami, even though Miami's at home. What do you like? What are your what are your thoughts on that? Raiders money Raiders money line. You take the Raiders to win? Nah, I'm bullshitting. <laughs> no, 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 you, no, no, you gotta be careful. <laughs> this is the end. Nah, I'm playing. No, I'm playing. Play, I'm playing. I'm playing. Nah, I took the. Nah, I took the money line too. You took. You no, just, my bad. The um, the spread. The oh, spread. You, oh, my fault. You, my so fault. Took, so you took the Raiders plus fourteen. I feel like I feel like if there's one thing you can do to Miami is you can be physical with Miami. You can be physical in Miami, and and Antonio Pierce seems like the guy. Yo, we're gonna run the ball, and we're gonna get the ball to Devontae Adams. And if it's one, and if it's one receiver, Jalen Ramsey will struggle with is Devontae Adams. Well, Devontae is like a top five runner. Like he's he's just he's absurd. But it also comes down to can you get the ball? And like Aiden O'Connell is somebody who everybody liked initially and thought, well, this is the dude. Like he he should replace uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, but we don't really know going into this what's the actual truth like I, i'm a huge jimmy g banger and i I'll, I'll still i will completely still bang that drum of jimmy is not good but we also <laughs> with the backup quarterback because that's what we do if they do well so my whole thing when i when it comes to this is i do still see miami like statistically it's going to look like Miami just beat the brakes off of the Raiders. But I think that they can still backdoor cover and get that 14 point spread. 14 is a lot. 14 is a 14 is a lot. And yeah, but I, you know, and I think, and I think the Raiders got a little more fire playing for Antonio Pierce. Josh McDaniels just needs to never be a head coach ever again. Oh, Oh, don't even get me started on McDaniels because the thing for me is I've always been super irritated. And I've been saying this for years on the show is that it's not even just NFL related. It's when it comes to football, when you're under a certain umbrella, you get a certain job. And we've seen the thing, like when you look at Belichick's coaching tree, it's atrocious. Every single one of them has failed, except for like, if you Mike, want to- Mike Vrabel, uh, even like I don't, I, I don't think he failed. I don't. Fi- okay, so failure might be a stretch, but he hasn't been good. The the but the but the biggest thing they is, got to the title game, didn't they? Dude, don't even do that. Every I'm okay. just saying they got to the title game, look, didn't? Okay, okay, that's that's fair. But I also know that when I look at when I look at football, I've always made this when I do word association. Tennessee Titans are basically the Utah Jazz. I know exactly what you are. I know exactly what you're getting, and you're both trash. You might look out one year, 
And that's what Utah has been. And that's what Tennessee was. But collectively, the Belichick tree has failed, except for, like, like you said, Vrabel, I'll give him a little bit of a pass. He's been, he's been at least good. And then Bill O'Brien was like relatively good with Houston. But you name me anybody else. Oh, I agree with you. The coaching tree is terrible. The best oh, thing, the, the best thing McDaniel's ever did, the best thing, the best and the worst thing McDaniel's ever did was was get Tim Tebow. That was the oh, best and the worst no, thing. That's okay. I need. What do you mean? That's the best thing he ever did? Because I need. That's, I need. Your, that's the best and the worst. That's the best and the worst thing. The best thing because you know it was fucking Tebow. Thing. It was the it was the worst thing because you traded up to get Tebow, which was like wild. Why did you do that? You could have got Tebow in round two or round three. You didn't have to trade up in the first round to get Tebow. But okay, so that was the best and the worst. Yeah, best well, and the worst. I, I, that, that okay, so that one transaction was the best and worst thing he's ever done. Yeah. So was that just it, shows how that just shows how atrocious he is. Was, yeah, he's been bad. Is, <laughs> was it the best thing because it kept his job for a little bit longer because Tebow had like a six seven game win streak. Man, Tebow time was a time, man. Tebow time, Tebow time was a time, man. Don't even do that, dog. <laughs> it was a time. <laughs> That was like a rock. That hey, you got it, man. That was like. That was like a rock star type of time when Tebow was playing, man. So what's wild too, like <laughs> feels like wasn't Tebow time and Lynn Sanity kind of in that same time frame? Like they were actually because it was 2011. Because it was 2011. Because Tebow time. Because Lynn Sanity happened after Tebow time. Because I remember I was a I was a high school. I remember Lynn Sanity happened in April. Like April, it 2011. Was a similar time though. Yeah, Tebow time happened in January. Well, 2010, 2011. So yeah, it was just, it was around the same time. But it, it, it's but that's but that's one of the biggest reasons that irritates the hell of me about sports is like in a vacuum, whatever's happening right now, it's this is the best. So Lynn Sandy, like Jeremy Lynn, was supposed to be the next yeah. dude. Nah, dude, you were good. You were a good story. Tim Tebow, same thing. Tim Tebow defendants, I want to fight in the street. Every single time <laughs> anybody won a playoff game, I want to fight them in let, the street. Let, let me say this. Let me let me say this. I'm not a Tebow. I understand Tebow's shortcomings. However, I, I swear to God, dude. If however, you don't. However, no. listen, 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 listen. Listen, I understand. No, I understand his shortcomings. All I'm going to say is that the most important thing, if you a quarterback, is motherfucker, my bad, is is teammates that want to fight and run through a wall for you. No, that's the most important thing. That's the most important thing. That isn't what they were doing. No, no, I'm just saying. Listen, listen, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. finish. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Denver was one and four, and then Tebow took the job, and they made the playoffs. How, so, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm just saying, so, like those those not, guys, not, like Tebow just having, has that presence about. Tebow just has no, that presence about him. 
He okay, does. This, okay, this is where I shut you off. This is where it's my show. You're on my <laughs> podcast. I'm going to turn you on. <laughs> like there's a presence about him. It's there was you know no how certain you know how certain guys just walk into a room and guys just galvanize. No, that really that's that's what that's that's what it was. Okay, so let me ask you this. So Tebow was so great, he would earn that locker room's presence initially, but he didn't. And then he was a starter, and they won six games, seven games, in spite of him. Then he got cut and went to the Jets and couldn't and the Patriots too. Tra- he, got tra- he got traded. He didn't get cut. Regardless, I'm saying he went to the Jets and the Patriots, and nobody really wanted him. We ain't doing mm-hmm. that, dog. Like, hey, that- listen, politics, politics, bro. The, Pol- the okay here, the Jaguars. Well, the Jet, the Jets, Urban, the Jets, Urban politics. Meyer, Urban Meyer even made it a point because he knows exactly how bad he was as a coach, but only got top recruits. He thought, oh. I'll bring Tim Tebow in at we'll just put him at tight end. He couldn't even make a backup, a backup, 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 backup quarterback spot. I thought he was supposed to be a football guy. He's basically a poor, what's wild, a poor version of Taysom Hill. And couldn't even make the Jags roster. No, he had a six-game stretch. I mean, the dude, the dude ain't played football in like eight years. I don't even know why he even got that opportunity anyway. Okay, I, well, I know why I know why he got it, but you know, but I mean, I, I'm not gonna hold the Jag, I'm not gonna hold the Jags thing against him, but I will say, That's but the Jets, but, but the Jets, the way the Jets situation was was coming up, it was just like the Broncos. Mark Sanchez was being ass. The Jets were losing. And Rex Ryan still got that damn tattoo of Mark Sanchez. And he was like, nah, I'm not going to bitch Mark Sanchez for Tebow. Tebow is not going to take – Rex Ryan wanted all the attention. He was not going to let Tebow take the Jets to the playoffs. And, for, the, and, the, and the attention – I forgot. And the attention be all on – Yeah, and the attention be all on Tebow. That was Rex Ryan's ego. Now, after that, now after that, it just became too much. Like, his presence just became too much. See, so I will, yeah, so his presence became way too you much. I actually believe that for somebody who's marginal, like Tim Tebow was just too much for the locker room because there are certain people like I man, P Scott's picks got fucking derailed. Oh, my bad. P Scott's picks got derailed. Like nobody. I don't think that anybody really thought that Tim Tebow was gonna be a threat to anybody's job. But we use that, we use that excuse sometimes where we just go, well, uh, his presence was too big. It's the presence is too big. If you are in the scenario to take somebody's job, that's not presence being big is more so about the, when I say presence, I mean like Tebow, like when you have a backup quarterback, you don't want a backup quarterback that has a huge amount of fanfare. So let's, so, so when you have, so hold up. So like, so if you have Tebow as your backup, let's just say, let's just say, I don't know who's give me a mid court. Let's say Ryan Fitzpatrick. If Ryan Fitzpatrick had Tebow as his backup, anytime Fitzpatrick throws an interception, you're going to hear the fans chat for Tebow. That's the, that's like, that's not what you want. If you have a backup quarterback. Yeah, but that's but that's what everybody's going through right now, though. 
like other teams are going through the exact same thing, but they're still hiring them because you. St- the thing is, like, you need a good backup. Quarterback. You, you need a good backup, but you don't need a backup where the fans are going to consistently chant for said backup. But the thing is that fans are stupid. You right. You're absolutely right. But it's still it's still demoralizing. You're it's, right, though. You're right, though. Fans are fans are stupid. You're you're absolutely right. Because I Ryan Fitzpatrick played for I I don't want to be hyper like have some hyperbolic take on this, but he played for essentially half of the damn league. No, nah, you you're are. right. Pretty much, pretty much, Heineken, pretty much. Minshew, like these guys are loved across like fan landscape. Well, They're love, but Tebow is different, man. Well, Tebow was different. You know, okay. you know exactly why he was loved as much as he was. Tebow was Tebow was div. Te- no. Certain guys are just different from a fa- from like a from like a cult following. There, certain guys are just there different. We go. A cult following. There we go. That's that's not what, that's not what you want as a back. That's not what you want as a backup quarterback. Right. So, and I and I agree with that because. You don't want that. Like, I always, I always struggle with this because I think that us as sports fans, because you disagree with me, <laughs> sports fans are dumb. Like as, as a whole, absolutely, they're dumb, dumb so, and emotional. <laughs> but you want, exactly like I, I don't want to do a call, a Colin Cowherd thing, but obviously, fan is short for fanatic, and we're, we're 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 doing this again. But what irritates me is that people say, "Well, he won a playoff game. Who cares?" <laughs> Mark Sanchez went to back-to-back AFC Championship games. We don't talk about him the same way we talk about Tebow, and Tebow was garbage as an NFL quarterback. We got so far off topic. We've we've been live for 30 minutes and only got through. (laughs) Bro, that's just how we do. That's just just how we do because I say something and then you go on and I go on. I'm also really bad at this. Like I, I'm really bad at like steering the direction on things. All right, so tell you what, let's, let's get off. Let's let's get off. Let's let's get off of Tebow because I'm a, before yeah, you we go. Gotta, before we get off of Tebow, I got one Dude, Tebow, Tebow hasn't played since like my son's been alive, and I'm facts. We, we, we go. Hey, I got I got one question. So like in all the sports groups we're in, there is like a few legendary debate. There's like a few like memorable debates that we've had in the group chats and all that. So here's one debate that we've had consistently. You can only pick between these two. Oh God! Is it basketball or football related? It's, it's Tebow related. Oh, good. Lord. As your quarterback, who are you picking? And this and and the room was split, picking Tebow. You can take Tebow or Jay Cutler. Oh, Jay Cutler. Every <laughs> it's it's Cutler. I don't want Cutler nowhere near my team. But we're gonna. But we're gonna. But we're gonna move on. Wait, so you baited me to give an answer? Then I, was like, that's all right. I, you know, you know, you know I respect that. Like we got, we got things to move through. We're, we're still on Peace God's picks. We still got four to go. All right, let's so, go. All right, what we got? We're gonna, be, we're gonna rapid fire through this. New York Giants plus nine against the Commanders. I have the Giants plus nine. I like Sam Helm. He's putting up crazy numbers. But I don't trust. It's, it it, it kind of comes down to the Chicago. And Detroit game. I don't trust any of these teams to really put up a bunch of points. I still take the commanders to win, but I have the Giants plus nine. Your thoughts? I took the I took I took the spread was the commanders on FanDuel. I think it was five and a half for the commanders, and I took the spread. 
So I okay. So I so I did this. I did this uh, uh, eight game parlay last night. So the line might have moved, but that that's okay. A huge, that's a huge swing from nine to five and a half. I didn't see nine. I didn't see nine at all. I think it. I think it said five and a half. I'm on but the I took, I took the commanders. I took the commanders though. Tommy DeVito cannot is not going to consistently move the ball. But the but the but that's the whole thing is like Washington is like they'll move the ball, but can they convert? So like again, it's it's nine for me. There's not a whole lot of tape on DeVito, so like for me, it just felt like I know that I feel like Washington's still going to win, but nine's a pretty big spread. So it, it but it comes back to if Washington puts up twenty points. Do I think that the Giants can put up 12? God, if they can't, then whatever. But, um, okay, next game, Pittsburgh. So the Steelers were actually underdogs against the Browns, which I thought was interesting. So I took I took Pittsburgh on the money line. They're at, they're at Cleveland. There's no Deshaun Watson. Both hey, yo, these, I could, hey, yo, I could hear you for a second. Are ridiculous. Can you hear me? Yeah. I couldn't hear you for a second. My uh, my headphones actually died. But I can hear oh. you now. Gotcha. No worries. You Let can me hear me good. Hold up. Let me plug these up right quick. Okay. We'll just go ahead and filibuster. So I'm just, you know, it's live. Things happen. But yeah, Pittsburgh, which I thought was weird, is an underdog at Cleveland, even though Deshaun Watson isn't playing. They're not even playing PJ Walker. It just feels like. You got you got your you got your buds in. Oh no, I put them on the charger. I can hear. Right, I can still hear you though. You can, okay, so yeah, so so Pittsburgh was actually an underdog at Cleveland. Yeah, I, I saw that. Which, which I thought weird. was weird because even though it's look both both defenses are absurd, Facts. and it's not even PJ Walker who's the starting it, quarterback. It's D, it's DTR. Yeah, exactly. So for me, there I didn't take the spread. I took the Steelers straight up to win. And I know that Kenny Pickett's been bad. He makes two or three great plays in the fourth, and that's about it. But what do you think on that? The, the Steelers' money line, that's that's what I took. I, I took it a step further. I took the Steelers plus – I took the Steelers minus three. Whoa. Minus two and a half. Minus two and a half. Did you buy it down – or did you buy it to that? Huh? Did you buy it down to, like, to that spread? Because, again, like, for, for me – yeah, uh, I took the Steelers minus, minus two and a half. I took the Steelers minus two and a half because it make the it make the, the the pot a little bit bigger. I figured That's they would win at least by I, field, I, I figured Bovada. they would win at least by field goal. I used Bavada and they were and the Steelers yeah. were an underdog. So you, I know, no, no, I had to no the Steelers were an underdog, but I had to make them. It oh, so you, like you like tease it down. Yeah, so instead of so so instead of Steeler Steeler money line, I took Steelers minus two and a half. Gotcha. Because I was going to say, like, on, on mine, it was the complete opposite. All right. Jacksonville, minus six and a half. They play the Titans. the Titans, and the Jags are at home. I took the Jaguars minus six. I did, too. Minus six and a half. I did, too. Yeah, it's 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 a They're, tough they, one. They got to they gotta rebound after getting their ass They hit. got the brakes beat off them last week. That, shit, that, that was just embarrassing. I'm like, dude, come on, bro. Who they – they played the uh, 49ers. The 49ers are straight. Just oh and then again, the 49ers were on a losing streak. So that was the perfect time for the Jags. The Jags at home, they got so beat this, at home like that. So I usually – I have this segment that I do every once in a while 
where it's called dumb as I've read on the internet. And last oh, week I was, Funny yeah, you say that. So it's a segment I do every once in a while. And what I saw last week was the Jaguars got beat because they had too much time, which means like the bye week again, it, your face says it all for the audio too audience. Much, too it's much bad. Time? They had too much time. They had a bye week, which was wild because both teams had a bye week. <laughs> they were on the bye yeah, at I've the never, exact same damn time. I've never heard too much time. That's a, that's hilarious, actually. Well, well, we no, we 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 get that we get that argument sometimes, right? Is that oh, well, you're rusty because you haven't played. It's an excuse that people make, but in the NFL, you only get one of these unless you get the one seed. So you might as well like there's there's no such thing as too much time off. I just thought it was funny that somebody used the excuse of well Jacksonville was rusty because they had too much time off. And it's like one, it's a bye week, weird. And two, they both had the same thing. But for when it comes to San Francisco, yeah, they struggled the last three weeks, but Shanahan's offense is based on all those dudes being there and being healthy. And when they aren't, it falls apart. So Brock Purdy goes from being an MVP candidate, which is what Sims will do, and then right back into being the MVP candidate because they beat the brakes off Jacksonville because they liked him. The offense is, is predicated upon everybody being healthy. When you don't have those dudes there, you look like you look like dogs. Like that I, like I like Brock Purdy. It was just He's about good. time he had a couple. It was about time he had a couple bad games. Like it was about time. Like is he? He oh. pretty much had all good games, so he had to have a bad one eventually. Right. Well, see, just, and, and that's kind of time. right, and that's kind of been my irritation. Like with just like NFL fans in general, is that. Oh, so he's won 11 straight games? That means he's really good. No, it means that his team is absolutely bonkers. Like the entire squad, top to bottom, is... I think it's both. both. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. It's it's a culmination. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely both. People want to put Brock Purdy... He runs that system just so well. But... But but again, it comes down to you need to have those pieces there because the system can be the system. But if you don't have the pieces there that are supposed to be the system, a.k.a. Trent Williams, a.k.a. Debo Samuel or Christian McCaffrey, if those people aren't in place, the system kind of breaks down around Purdy. And that's the whole thing is like, for me, when people had Purdy as the MVP, I'm like, he's not even the most valuable player on his own damn team, but we've dumbed it down to, Oh, you guys have won five straight and he's the quarterback. Yeah. He's the MVP, but we got to see what they were when they didn't have the system around them. You know, it's just, it's, it just seemed lazy to me more than anything else. I think him. I think he's. I think he's a really good. I think he's a really good quarterback. I. It was just like, I don't. I don't think it was the fact where, where Debo missed the game, where Debo missed a game, or Ayuk missed a game. I don't think that was the main thing. I think at just some point you just have a bad game. I don't think that was necessarily oh, that's, why that's he had a bad really game. Going to happen, yeah. I don't think that was necessarily why he had a bad game, but like I just, it was just gonna happen. Like you can't, like you can't just be, you can't, like at some point, like you, you had this streak 
You can't, you know, because he started off the year really, really good. And then, you know, caught a flat tire. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, that's what it was. But if it's one <laughs> yeah, person, I'm not looking forward. <laughs> I promise you. I'm not looking forward to seeing that to seeing that dude on Thanksgiving. I'm not looking forward to it. Oh, you guys play on Thanksgiving? Yes. We play Don't the worry. Rams today, and we got San Fran on Thanksgiving. I am not looking forward to this week at all. My condolences. Yeah, please. Yeah, oh my God. You'll, you'll be okay, though. You'll be yeah. okay. If, if, it, if there's one we have to win, we have to win today. Because I would rather, because it'll be it'll be extremely hard to win Thursday. Because we got to win today. Because it's short week, plus you're going against arguably the best team in the conference. Arguably. You know yeah, saying? because it's, 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 it's either San Fran or Philly. Like, that's been, like, the really, like, everybody kind of, like, that's the consensus. It's yeah, San so Fran, it's Philly, and everybody else is kind of mediocre. Well, not mediocre, but you know, like any given Sunday, but also you can lose any given there, Sunday as well. Was there was there another game that you had? Oh, the the Chargers and the uh, Packers. Oh, I actually I got two more for P. Scott's picks. Uh, Tampa Bay is at San Francisco, and I took Tampa Bay plus thirteen and a half. What was the spread? Thirteen and a half. Yeah, that's yeah, that's. Oh, I so, think I um, I think I, I think I dumped it. I think I dumped it down myself because I, I think I took the 49ers. Yo, Nigel's so right. Nigel, can you see the? Can you see the comments? Oh, I haven't even looked, bro. Oh, it's all right. So, so Nigel just said the Seahawks are so Jekyll and Hyde, and he's he's right. And they're oh, he's absolutely right. The Seahawks he, like, are winning the Seahawks like the Giants. For the Bills, the Seahawks are winning like the Giants won last year. Ugly you know what? Thank game. you, because I'm so tired of fans. Like we talked about earlier, fans are idiots. Oh, you won 10 games? That means you can only win 11 or 12. You only made it to the wild card. You can only go to the divisional round now. Every team is trying to get better than just you, dog. Yeah, like, every, team is, every team is trying to get better. Like we're winning. We're, we're winning ugly games. And see, these aren't, these aren't like. Like Seattle hasn't had the only the only like stamp win Seattle had was against the Panthers and the Giants. Those were the and, only ones. And, and see, like, for me, so like winning ugly is is something where okay, like you see as much as I do, like through social media and things like that, where fans and people will say, Well, you won ugly, but you still won. Yes, winning ugly is still it, it's still good. You still have to find a way to win, and I understand that. But I'm also not a simp where if everything that you do is an ugly win, that's not good. You have to be able to at least have the ability to beat the brakes off somebody. Because if you lose a game, the Chiefs right now are the number one seed. They've lost, like, what, two games? But what we're doing is we're trying to nitpick and say why the Chiefs aren't good. You got 15 under center. Yeah, you still have a chance. But if you ever lose, it becomes your trash in the immediate, you know, landscape of how we dissect things. But can you beat somebody by 20 if you need to? Like that, like, and and, and the or it doesn't even have to be twenty. Just like you're, you're up pretty much the whole. You have control the whole time, right? 
and you don't let them back in. Yeah. And that's why the bills are trash because they always do that. And I hate that. I hate it. (laughs) Yo, man. man. I'm, I'm always happy. I mean, as a fan, at the end of the day, you're happy for a win. You just understand that. If we Dude, play today, I, I'm not even play, happy for a Bills play, win like I'm not week, even happy for a Bills last win week, anymore. The, first, the, the last week, we played we played decent for the most part, but as a whole, if we play how we've been playing against the Rams and the 49ers, they're going to trash us. Yeah, it could like get shit has to be like shit has to be. I'm not I'm not concerned about who's healthy right now. I mean, everybody's healthy, which is so like there should be no there should be no excuses. But Cooper Cup is healthy too, so shit. And Cooper and, Cup and, and, and has Nikua. made it. Yo, Nakua has yes. been nice the entire year. Cooper Cup and Nakua have made it their mission to make us their personal little bitches. I was appreciating <laughs> a bit. I don't appreciate it. I don't appreciate it one bit. So, so one. All right. So we got two. Well, we have one more pick, but we got. So I, I, because I, I have an eight game slate. So Tampa Bay versus the Niners. I had them plus 13 and a half. I want to get to Nigel's comment because I think that what he just said is exactly what I convey as much, especially as a Bills fan. But your thoughts on. Buccaneers 13 and a half at San Francisco. I took I took Tampa Bay. It's fair, it's fair because if if I took that spread, I would take that spread because the Buccaneers defense is really good. It's still really good. And it can give San Fran some it can give San Fran some problems. So Buccaneers, the Bucks could in fact make that an ugly game. So yeah. taking that spread. So taking that spread doesn't seem bad because you know you could make that a low scoring game. Like the the game could end like twenty to twenty to ten, or like you know it could right. end twenty to ten or something like that. So that's not too that's not too bad. Yeah, because I'm I'm not going to take them on the money line, but as far as like the actual spread, I, th- I thought the thirteen and a half. Once you give me that hook, it it, it baits me and it baits a lot of better. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's 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 the hook for, that's what the Cowboys yeah, hook, yeah, hook get you. But yeah, 13 and a half I thought to me was when I see the way that San Francisco absolutely beat the brakes off of Jacksonville. I feel like that's the reason why that spread is so big. But offensively, and Baker's been good this year. You know, he's 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 been relevant and been he's been fairly solid and you also have guys like, you know, uh, Godwin and Evans, uh, White at, at your running back. Like you have things, you have options and weapons. So I'm not saying that I'm picking them to win, but the spread, I absolutely do. But to get back to Nigel's point, he says the best teams know how to put a foot on the throat of their opponents, which you do. That's like true. You, you now, you do you do have to kind of balance it, and this is why I've always given coaches and GMs as far as like building for the future and building for right now, I give them a lot of, I give them a lot of leeway because there's a lot of balance in it. Right. Same thing with coaching is like, you have a huge lead. What I've always said is if you're up by like, let's say you're up by 20 in the fourth quarter in an NFL game, Mm -hmm. you might want to start to bench your guys, like your starters. But once it starts getting dicey, put them back in. But we see is, NFL teams still playing their starters 
and just playing not to win. And then you let you like, you're playing with your food and you let guys back in. And sometimes you get the injury and that's why it's, it's difficult to kind of navigate through everything. But do you, do you feel the same way or like, what would you do in that situation? If I'm up 20, I'm trying to be up 27. Oh man. I'm trying to be up 27. I'm trying to be up 27. I'm not, because I understand how quickly things I understand how quickly things turn. I'm always gonna be aggressive. I'm See, always gonna be aggressive. And I and I largely agree with that. I'm but aggressive, they're also, I'm aggressive they're also, by nature. They're also yeah. like and I'm not saying that that's that's an incorrect way of looking at it, but it does come down to what if what if if you're trying to be aggressive all the time, so you're up 20, and let's say your starting quarterback gets hurt. Crickets. If we're in the beginning of the fourth quarter, the, the beginning of the fourth quarter, 20 points is still, you can still come back from that. And I know it's unlikely, but you can still come back from that. Now, I mean, now, now if it gets like under, like once, like if, if it gets under 20 minutes, I mean under 10 minutes, and we have the ball, nah, I'm probably going But that's I'm basically probably, one possession, though. That's one possession, though. Like how, in theory, it can be. Like five minutes can be one possession, though. Nah, yeah, like when it when it when it gets like under 10, 10 9, 8, yeah, I pull I pull him. But to start, to start, yeah, he's gonna be out. He's gonna he's gonna be out there. I I think it also depends on who you're playing, but also that's that is why this is such a it's such a weird dynamic. What to I be don't into. like, I don't like when a team is up, when the team is up, like like this like if, if it's late in the game and a team is up, like I don't know, like two touchdowns. And they'll let a team like they can dunk all the way down the field to score because they don't want to give up the big play. That's yeah, dude. How about you just play football the way you've been playing? If they've if they've only scored three points the whole game, play how you've been playing. Why okay. try to give them momentum that, and confidence I, that they can complete passes? I one hundred percent agree with that. That's like, the dumbest it's, shit ever, bro. It's so dumb because like. Offensively, especially like so like on offense, it's like, okay, maybe you want to change your game plan because you want to shorten the game. You don't want you don't want incomplete passes, right? You want to you want to shorten everything up. But on defense, it's what we've been doing is working. Why the hell are we changing anything? Like, yeah, but, why are yeah, why are you because one thing you don't want is to get a quarterback in the rhythm, in a in a rhythm, in an right. offense in a rhythm. Well, so Deshaun Watson had a shoulder injury and was 14 for 14 and you bailed and you let him beat you with the kicker last week. If you're the Ravens, but to get back to that, it was nuts. I'm like, what? The it was fuck? I didn't even watch the game. I was, and then I saw it. I was like, Cleveland won. I was like, wow. Yo, it was bonkers. But to get back to Nigel's point. So he, he talked about uh, Seattle and he goes, the bucks ha- do have a good defense that can, uh, make the game ugly, but the Bucks coaching staff will be outmatched. That that seems pretty obvious. No, that's a, part, no, like, that's, that's definitely when you, when you look at everything. Yeah, the Bucks don't have. Oh, the Bucks don't lack talent. They lack overall coaching, which is kind of what we talked about. They have the talent, but are they going to actually make the correct plays when they need to? And they are missing all kinds of adjustment and details. Okay, well, to to I know that I kind of like went through four straight things but nigel also is a football coach up here so he 
like he knows what he's talking about, but, he, but he's but he's like really diving into the like the nitty gritty about have you it. Seen, have you seen Nigel in person? Yeah, he's he's my friend. I'm convinced Nigel is a robot. I've been convinced Nigel no. is a robot forever. Okay, so <laughs> Nigel is AI. I'm convinced. No, so, so here's so okay. When you say he's a robot, he is not, but he is very robotic. But he is not a robot. He's a real person. He is my friend. He literally he lives like 15 miles away from me, dog. Bro, we like we in the chat be on Nigel because Nigel, like Nigel speaks like he's reading from an instruction manual. He is well, he's also he's also military. He is he is like, very but look it's just hilarious. It's just hilarious. I'm like, bro, my Nigel he is, can't be a real so, person, bro. So this <laughs> okay, okay. So this this is my interpretation of him. Because I've known him forever, he's been in the music business as well. Because I used to be as well. He he's robotic in a way because the the military I think kind of mold you that way. Because that I I knew him post military or in that in that space, but he is not a robotic person. He's musically talented. Can like he can dance. He's very. Bro, I would dance. die thinking that. Oh he's, my god, the thought of structured. Nigel dancing is hilarious. <laughs> Yo, honestly, the dude can dance. He's the, the way that I would say that is like he's structured. Oh, I'll give him he's, that. He's yeah. he's he's very structured. I'll put it that way. I'll give him that. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah, like I know that people like he's he's a robot. No, he, what he is is direct. He's direct to the point, and he's like, no, this I is will, what I think. This is what I feel. And he's out because I know for me personally, sometimes what I'll do is I'll get like emotionally involved and say like, I need to say exactly what I want to say. And I'll like kind of trigger it through everything. And it's, it is dumb, but he's like, I can put everything that I feel into 13 words. I don't have that ability, yeah. but he's, so he's, he's, he's not a robot. He's a real person. He's a real person. <laughs> Just, <laughs> yo, it's funny. It's, it's funny. Yo. I, I've I've always busted him about that. I'm like, yo, bro, you're not real. No, you he's are, the thing is, like, he, are, he he is just he's very direct. He's very to the point, but he's so he's direct and to the point, but he's not rude. That's that it can be taken as rude because the internet can be sensitive that way. But he will always just tell you what he feels in the moment. But he doesn't go into like these paragraph descriptions of what things are he's just he's a the good one, dude the one thing that annoys me about nigel is like he can <laughs> never just be do, a fan man. he can just never be a fan i'm like why do you gotta analyze everything bro because like dude like I, like, dog, like dude, i told you, you he's can't just coach. watch the game and enjoy the damn game bro one, I told you already, he's a coach. And two, I've been a Bills fan for 35 years and I don't even like Bills games anymore. I get why you I get why you're mad. Like, like I understand. Okay, that was hurtful. I understand. Like the Cowboys can win a game. I can say it, but by you like, can't. No, the Cowboys can win a game by like 25 points. And Najee will still talk about damn, like such and such such and such corners gonna play terrible zone coverage today. Bro, what the fuck? Like, you won because by 25. Be happy. God damn. Again, one, he's a coach, and he's not these delusional Cowboys fans. And two, I do the same thing. The Bills will beat the absolute breaks off somebody, and I'm like, Josh Allen's still booty juice, and then I get the hate. But I'm more active on social media where I just I get it and I don't care. I'm happy. Hey, I'm I'm happy with a blow. I'm happy with a blowout win, man. 
my energy is look, high. Look, my vibe look, is feeling good. I don't mind blowout wins versus good. This okay. This has always been my thing. When it comes to college games, there's there's style points, right? You have to win a certain way to climb up the rankings. That is how it's done. In the NFL, I don't care about the blowout wins don't give me style points, but it does prove to me, do you have the ability to beat the brakes off somebody at all? So it's not like, so like when the, when the dolphins just absolutely molly the Broncos put up 70 on, right? They put up 70 on everybody's everybody right then (laughs) there was anointing the, the, the Broncos, the worst defense ever. And the Dolphins, the best offense ever. And spoiler alert, things happen. And both of those things shrunk where the Miami offense got too good instead of the best we've ever seen. And the Denver Broncos defense went from the worst we've ever seen to now they're really good. But there's no style points in rankings when it comes to the NFL. I'm just saying if winning... Winning matters, obviously, and I'm not trying to say that how you win doesn't matter because I feel like it does, but it's just, yo, winning close. If if all you've done the entire year is win two to four win games, like the point differential is two to four, you're not a good football team. You're mediocre like just about everybody else. There's three great. There's three that are absolute dogs. And all the other 20 to 25 are mediocre, but you get a couple bounces. Football, when they say football is a game of inches, they're not bullshit. Well, I, I think what was funny was uh, now that you mentioned that, that actually, that really kind of drove me to uh, the uh, Jadavian, Jadavian Clowney post where like they were playing, uh, I think it was, was it Michigan? Oh, you're right, on college. Yeah, when he was in college. Oh, when he when he made the big hit. Yeah, that big hit. So it's a game of inches because because right because like right before, but it's a game of inches. But sometimes it's not even in your control because the the refs were like, ah, nah, first down, and they're like, okay, bet, let's go, even though they were completely wrong. But a game of inches can, and that's and that's why I give teams such a big uh i don't want to say pass but i understand that in the moment like it's 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 it, do it's hard to win especially at the professional level like it's it's really difficult to win it's really difficult and i i i'm just in this perspective of you might win one game but the next game doesn't mean that you're going to like you Simps want to say we won this week. It's going to continue forward. And that is not at all how that's it works. Not, that's not how it works, man. Matchups, matchups, coaching, adjustments, injuries, referees. And, some, and sometimes weird shit just happens. Yeah. Well, and, that, and, that, and, that's, and that's my point. Like when we, when we started this season, for me personally, I knew the Chiefs and Eagles were going to be really good. Because they have been for the last like three years, maybe not make a playoff or maybe not make the Super Bowl or win a Super Bowl. But I know that those two teams were going to be good. I knew who was going to be bad. 
It was going to be the Giants. It was going to be the Cardinals. They, you always know there's three or four teams that are going to exceed the expectations. And there's going to be three or four teams who are absolute doo-doo butter. And like, if you look at the standings, how many teams are between four and six and six and four? Shit, I don't know. Like damn near everybody except for the yeah. teams that I named. That's pretty like, much what it is. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah, it's 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 just it's a it's just a bonkers. I don't know. I'm just tired of people thinking that it's every time that you play a game and you win, you're on the trajectory to here, and every time that you lose, you're on the trajectory to here. But we'll get we'll get past that. So Ken Dorsey got fired. Do you think that he should have been, or who do you think should be on the hook? Because for me personally, this feels like a one hundred percent cop out. Um, I was, I was, first of all, I was shocked he was fired because I'm just like, how do you, because some some of those turnovers that happened with Josh Allen weren't his fault. You know, some of well, them. well, Gabe Davis, Gabe Davis dropping a a pass that hit both his hands and got you intercepted. Wasn't his fault, and sometimes when sometimes when Josh Allen is wrote a hundred miles an hour, but I mean he kind of had to. It was a tight window. He kind of has. He kind of had to fit that one in there. But when Josh Allen can, Josh Allen can be reckless. Can, you know, can be or is he can't because because can, I would say that he, he is not can be. He, he can be. I'm I'm gonna no, get can oh, be because he, oh, okay, so you because, because at the end of the day, hey, you got a lot of turnovers, you got a lot of touchdowns. You know, you, you got you know. Anyway, but yeah. I don't think he should have been fired because I'm just like, yo, when your quarterback, when sometimes when your quarterback just does dumb shit or your receivers can't catch the ball, why are you firing the coordinator? What did he do? Well, see, and this is, I, I saw some like, really interesting stats. Like when it comes to points per game, efficiency, everything else, over the past, I'd say month, month and a half, the Bills rank in the top five to nine offensively in every single category yeah, except turnovers. They are worst in the league in turnovers. And I do, I do understand that play calling can have an impact on that, but this is what always bugs the absolute hell out of me when it comes to coordinate. Cause I never want to see anybody get fired. And we yeah. see this on social media. Like you, you, you're into this space. You kind of know that everybody wants everybody to be fired if they lose the game. Yeah, fire I the don't, coach, get a new quarterback. Everything. Exactly. Everybody wants to do that, and I don't. I don't really occupy that space. But if the Bills win that game because there isn't 12 men on the field, Ken Dorsey still has his job. Exactly. And and this is and this comes back to the point. There's no style points. Is it's all this versus that. And sometimes it is like literally the dumbest that we do because it doesn't make you a better football team by getting rid of him. It doesn't make you a better football team by keeping him. You are an okay football team. What you did is you scapegoated him. You scapegoated Ken Dorsey. And that's what it is. All, all that Sean McDermott did was buy him time. Because he's going to be out soon as well. If the Bills don't, I feel like if the Bills aren't at least in the title game, if the Bills if the Bills go to the title game and they lose a good game, I think he's back next year. If they go, if they don't, 
I said if he like if if it, if they go to the title game and they lose in a good fashion, he's back. If if there if there's Ooh. nothing else, then I think he doesn't come back. I think they'll fire. Yeah. Him. Oh, you mean McDermott? Yeah, McDermott. All right. So to get back real quick, so in the chat, I saw I saw. Oh, he earned his firing. His lack of adjustment in the run game. Okay, so I understand that talking point. I'll give him that. I'll, I'll give him that. I'll give him that. But, that but, wasn't that, just but that's him, not even though. a him thing. Like the that, Bills haven't been running the ball. has Dable didn't do it either. Yeah, that's that's the Listen, thing. Like they they, right. they haven't ran the ball consistently since Rex Ryan was there. They don't. The thing is, like they don't want to. They don't. They just they don't. don't. Because you see what Devin Singletary been doing. To. You and saw they last week, they right? They took the run game away and broke it down to running duo. And inside zone concepts, but primarily run out of gun, which is the worst formation set to run those concepts out of. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you, Nigel, but what I am saying though is you have to have a certain commit. But again, that wasn't just Dorsey, they were doing the exact same god thing when it came like when uh when Dable was there. Their entire offense is essentially made out of shotgun. It's not just Dorsey's fault, but the thing is, like, they didn't. Dable left because he's like, I'm going to get a head coaching job and make a bunch more money. That makes sense. And Ken Ken Dorsey got fired, and it's not his. To me, look. All right, so I'm gonna let you get yours in first because I have so many things that I want to get into on this. I want to I want to yell at so many damn people who are not gonna listen to it. Oh God, bro! <laughs> so I, I, I want I want your full opinion. Um, the Bills the Bills just haven't the Bills haven't ran the ball for real since Tyrod Taylor was the quarterback. That was the last time the Bills actually had a legitimate running game. Well, they also had Lachlan McCoy. I mean, yeah, you had a yeah, yeah, but yeah, you had LaShawn McCoy and Mike Tolbert. They had another guy too. Who was the other guy? Fred Jackson. Well, no, Fred Jackson was oh, done actually. No, 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 he, had, he had already retired. Who was it? Jonathan Williams? Is that his name? Oh, they had Carlos Williams. Carlos Williams. That's who it was. Okay. Yo, that dude was a monster for like six games and then just yeah. disappeared. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. To him, but like, yo, he he balled when he got an opportunity, but um, dude, he was he was nice when he was there, but his they, his time was very short lived. They're consistent, like the Bills just ever since they drafted Josh Allen, and they they've consistently just made it a point like, yo, we're not gonna be, we're not gonna run the ball, we're not and, gonna run the ball consistent, we're not gonna run the ball consistently. Because if you see what Singletary did, they gave the the Texans gave Singletary thirty carries Preach. for one hundred and seventy six yards. There is no way. I'm not saying you give them 30 carries every game, but the Bills should at least. This is what you should do. You you have Josh Allen. The Bills should have 25 carries between your backs. Let Josh Allen maybe give you a quarterback between, a quarterback sweep or option James once in a while. Cook, between James Cook, Latavius Murray, like you should give them 20. Like you said, 25. You give them is, total 25 carries. God, it's however so you want to split that is on you. Because Latavius Murray, I don't know what the hell. Like you, we was talking about Tyler Lockett earlier. We was talking about Tyler Lockett earlier. Latavius Murray's old, still moving. Latavius Murray's thirty three. <laughs> nah, he almost my age. Like we, we like Latavius Murray is right moving. <laughs> he still got juice. I thought him and Demarco were related for the longest time. Uh, funny story. I thought the exact same thing. I thought they were related because they they're built just the same. They kind of run the same. And they're very upright. Yeah, they're they're upright. They're like you know, 
they're not they're not outside guys. They're more so power. That's the guy you want to give a power to. You I know just what I'm like I thought they I'm, were cousins so, like the whole time. I'm so pissed off and done with the uh, the Buffalo Bills. Like I remember when they lost this past week. I said like I'm giving I'm getting rid of all my stuff. I'm a Texans Yo. fan now. Yeah, which, I know. I was like, yeah, you were you were going through a meltdown. That shit was Yo, that I was. Crazy. Yeah. But, but, but again, like this is what fans do, right? We do emotional things. We say emotional things. And I was, yeah. yo, I was ready to bail on these guys. And that, I'm, yeah. Ooh, okay. I, so again, thought. yeah. So, so they, they play the Jets today. I don't even feel good about that, dog. I do. I think the Bills are going to win this game convincingly today. I've, okay. I think the so, Bills are going to win this game by at least a touchdown. So when I was doing my my DraftKings lineup because I do those like religiously. Yeah. I went heavy on the Bills special like I went I went heavy on Kincaid, heavy on Diggs and heavy on Cook and then went really kind of I think I went Dorian Thomas Robinson like a DTR for for my quarterback just as far as um you know, values concerned, but Buffalo could either a beat the brakes off of the jets because Dorsey's fired. There could be a new energy. We've seen that with the Raiders, right? We've seen the Raiders completely change in how they play their energy over the past two weeks. And that might be what you see with Buffalo this week, but I just don't know. And I saw, wait, you, you got, you had red, you had red zone on what you got. I just, I just <laughs> you, heard it on. You were, you were, you were CD Lamb just scored a touchdown. Who who scored? CD Lamb. CD. Yeah, CD just scored a touchdown. Damn it! Uh, the Texans are up by eleven on the Cardinals right now. CJ Stroud is killing it. Tank Dell has one hundred and twenty yards and a touchdown. <laughs> CJ Stroud has two hundred and fifty-six yards in the first half. Devin Singletary has eighty-four yards and a touchdown. Oh, I have I have him in a draft. Oh, game. Shit, the good. Giants, the Giants. That's a good one for you. The Giants are up fourteen to nine on Washington. Well, tell you what, I always I always do a parlay, but I always only bet like one to three dollars. Yeah. And the reason why my bankroll is so is so large is because I I smacked March Madness last year. I put like a two dollar bet and went almost a thousand dollars. Man, that's lit. Oh, the Jaguars okay. are up 13-0. So, 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 my, so my buddy Nigel, again, was like, Chelsea is the resident Broncos fan, was sad for you, but we'll take the W. You know what, Nigel? Tell Chelsea. Yeah, I'm Chelsea? glad. Oh, Chelsea is Nigel's wife. Oh, okay. And she's, yeah, she, she's a huge Broncos fan. He was just coming in here like, yo, <laughs> it, it's sad that you got the L, but she's sad for you and nice. They're, they're a very Bro, nice family, and you're a very mean person, Jay. I'm not a mean person. How am I mean? What did I do? You see, you sound mean, dog. I don't, I, wait, what did I do? <laughs> I just said, who's Chelsea? <laughs> I, I, know. Know he had a, I know he had a wife. I, just, I didn't know her name. Okay, All right, office, so to move on from Peace South Picks, because we obviously got derailed. Um, the Dolphins uh, are out 14 to 10. All right, so enough football because Burrow, 
All right. You know what? I was I was gonna move on from this, but I've already gotten the ticker, so I might as well keep it there. Let's Burrow, Burrow and Watson, the AFC North. What are we gonna do? Because the Bengals don't have their starting quarterback, the Browns don't have theirs. Is it is it Pittsburgh's division at this point? I mean, it's still the Ravens division. It's still the Ravens division. But I don't. Oh, I don't, sorry. I, I, yeah, I don't I'm sorry. Say, that's, that's more I what I mean. But so yeah. when it comes to these teams, the AFC North, everybody lost their quarterback when their record was still above was was still decent. So the season isn't technically over. I want to see when it comes to the Bengals. We don't. We have no idea who or what Jake Browning is. That that's so true. I don't want to say their season is over. I want to see. I want to see him play an actual game. We've also see, seen like, the Ravens. We've also seen the Ravens win without Lamar Jackson. Yeah, if, we saw if, how ugly, we saw how ugly that, that we saw how ugly that was. Tyler, oh my god! Oh, it's bad. But I'm just saying we've we've seen them win without him though. God damn it! Miami just fumbled Ra- Raiders ball. Cause I took the um, oh wait never mind because I took the Raiders spread I'm tripping why am I mad I forgot but I took the Raiders I bumped the Raiders spread up I put the Raiders you plus bumped 20. the Raiders it was at fourteen wasn't it I, yeah I, I I made it plus twenty like y'all ain't y'all better not get blown out all right and you better not lose this bet then yeah the only one that's fucking with me is the Giants. Is the Giants and the uh, Commanders because I didn't think the Giants would score fourteen fucking points. <laughs> it's fourteen to nine, right? It's fourteen to nine right now in the first half, so I still got a chance. But hey, damn, I'm so glad I pulled the plug on my. Wait, I think I took them both out. I don't know. I gotta see my. Pay- I gotta see my. I haven't. I didn't see the stats yet, but Tank Dell and Tyree. I put Tank Dell and Tyree Kill. On one on one of the little joints I sent you, both of them both of them have cleared. Oh, gotcha. And and Nigel's like the Ravens division. It's the reason it's the Ravens division to lose because Jay Browning ain't gonna survive that division. And because I did, I misspoke. I meant I meant the Ravens because when you look at that division top to bottom, before the season started, I thought the Ravens were gonna win it as long as like collectively, if everybody stayed pretty healthy, you know. Because obviously injury injuries are going to happen, and it's a war of attrition, and I get that. But I trust the Ravens. I don't trust the Bengals all the time. I don't trust the Browns all the time, and the Steelers are always just going to middle around five hundred. Like they're always going to be good. So, but I, I I never expect them to actually win their division. But I did misspeak, and I'm and I'm sorry for that. But but Nigel's right. Like it, it's the Ravens' division at this point. It really yeah, is. It's, it's definitely the Ravens' division. The Ravens, though, the Ravens, who they lost to? They lost to the Steelers. They lost to the Browns. Who else they lose to? They lost one more. Yeah, well, they've lost, they've lost what, three games? Yeah, they lost one more. Steelers, Browns, or somebody else. I care oh, about Oh, the Browns. The Steelers, no, no, the Steelers, the Browns. It was one more. It's one more, right? Who else? That's okay. That's going to drive me. They lost one more game. I can't remember. Somebody in the comments, can y'all comment that? Yeah, like, whoever know, in the comments, if you guys can if, use your phones and do that, that'd be awesome. Yeah, right. yeah I'm thinking, yo, who was it? I can't remember. But anyway, the Ravens have lost um, 
Well, well they've been leading. They've been leading basically their entire like the entire season. Yeah. They've only been trailing for like less than thirty minutes the entire Lose, season. Losing to the Steelers was the was was the worst loss. Like you don't think? Oh, you don't you don't think the Browns one was? I think the Steelers one was worse because only only because at least the Browns could put up points. The, oh, the Steelers really? didn't score. You the Steelers so didn't with, score okay, at so, so, all. So, so without so without Nick Chubb and a broken Deshaun Watson, they can put up points. The Browns' offense has been doo doo butter. What I'm saying is like the like I'm just I'm just seeing like game for game. The rate the Steelers could Nicole. not score at all. That was, okay, so the Ravens so, so not- kept the Ravens kept dropping passes. And then Lamar threw one of the ugliest interceptions in the fucking red zone. Excuse my French. And then the Steelers with no offense all game. Why why do people say that? Is that French? I don't know. I don't know why people say that. I don't know why people say that. It's just crazy because, like, they could the Steelers could not could not move the ball for nothing all game. Lamar Jackson throws the one of the worst interceptions you could ever throw in the red zone. And then the Steelers drive all the way down the field, score, and take the lead. And then Lamar, and then Lamar fumbles, and they lose. Like what the hell? Like they lost that game in one possession while dominating it the entire time, which was nuts. I was like, wow, that was the worst. Now I didn't watch the Browns game. I didn't watch that game, but I mean, but still, like, come on, bro, like. Yo, well, that was and, crazy. Kenny Pickett threw a dime to Ni- Nigel came from the clutch. I think he, that was Pickens. He, he threw a dime to Pickens. Man, look, look, all right, look. I am tired of Kenny Pickett. You, you and me both. Like, I'm, t- I'm done with him. Like George, George Pickens deserves better. But also, Nigel came through in the clutch, and he let us know that it was the Colts. I, did, was, I said that. I said, wasn't it the Colts? You said, wasn't it? And I wasn't sure. Okay. Okay. I thought, okay. Yep. I thought it was the Colts. Like, I'm just saying, look, look, I'm, I'm a very apologetic and very nice man. So I was saying I wasn't sure. I was, I'm not going to take the credit for that because I wasn't sure either, but that was the game that was that I, that, that I thought of. That's the gamesmanship. That's the yeah. gamesmanship. It's I like, I I'm not going to take, take full credit for that. I'm not taking full credit for that. Well, I'll tell you what, I got to, I got to scoot out for a minute, but I'm going to put this little, after these messages, we'll be right back and I'm going to play some music and I'll see you guys in about three minutes. Cool.
Yeah, my bad, bro. I was just um, I just went to use the bathroom and check my phone right quick. Oh, you good, man? Yeah, that's all it was. Yeah, I I was just checking. I was just checking. <laughs> then you got again. We got we got some technical difficulties. Where the hell you go, man? Like we 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 try we try and figure things out right now. The live is not going particularly well. Um, Jay, if you would very kindly join me. <laughs> I know we were back. There we go. I didn't know we was back live yet. I was just checking. Man, I told you. You are. You're bad at this. Hey, this is my first time, bro. It's not your first time. You've been on this. One, you've been on this show before. And don't even don't even make excuses for that, man. Nah, but this wasn't live. We we did. We did. We, we was pre-recorded. Mm. We weren't live. Yes. All right. That's fair. That's fair. But I said, this is my first live, bro. You, but all you do is live stuff. Like on your on your podcast, all you do is live stuff, isn't it? I don't go live. All right, all right. Well, then maybe I was misinformed. But regardless, it's all good. But uh, yeah, just check, just check my fantasy. Not too happy right now. Not too happy at all. Only Tank Dell. I got I got two different I got two different picks. Tank Dell and Tyreek Hill have hit. Everybody else is not. I'm a little upset about it. All right, we'll tell you what, because we're doing this live and you're talking about your fantasy. I don't really care about my fantasy team because I have a lot of like stacked Jaguars players. Like, you know, I have uh, ETN, Lawrence, Ridley, and Ingram. But what I am going to do real quick is since you did yours and you're being self absorbed, I will do the exact same thing. So, first of all, I thought, I thought we were sort of break. That's why I was we, 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 we were, and I and I say I'll give you a couple minutes. Next thing I know, you just you dipped out from the entire thing. Like that ain't a me thing, dog. That's a you thing. But I will say this. So on my DraftKings, because right I'm using my phone. I'm using my phone. That's why. Oh yeah, we're gonna make excuses now. I got it. So I got Rondell Moore, who is doing well, and I got Devin Singletary, who is doing well. Iman St. Brown, who is doing well. And actually, I have Brandon Cooks, but uh, they're already up 14. That could get ugly. And I had the Miami Dolphins defense, but I still have Diggs, Kincaid, uh, James Cook left. So we still we, we still have we still have a little on one of my DraftKings lineups. I still have some time. Yeah, we still have some time. I'm not liking. Uh, I need Thielen, and uh, I thought Thielen. I saw. I saw a highlight where Thielen caught like a a 20 yard catch, and I guess that's the only one he caught. Cause yeah, he's still he's still at like he's still like that shit. Bro, I I know that you, dude. I know that you said that you were doing red zone, but I swear to God, if you're like playing Call of Duty and doing if you're doing a full blown Kyler Murray on me right now, I will end this chat. This is, dude, this, nah, this is red zone, but it's not working right now, so 
Clippers. Yeah, that's, that's, that, I don't play Call of Duty. That, that, I don't play Call of Duty. Somebody who was playing Call of Duty would say. I don't play Call of Duty at all. Good. I suck, I suck at Call of Duty. Call of Duty's booty juice. Definitely it is. But um, well, I, I, in all in in all fairness, I say that because I'm not good at it. I'm not either. I'm not either. So yeah. So since I'm not good, it's booty juice. Absolutely there we right. go. Hey, FIFA. yo, we, we can we can self hate this thing together. I like yep. that. I don't like I don't like FIFA. FIFA's booty juice. Oh, FIFA's dope. I'm also <sighs> getting it though. So nah, I, don't, I don't I don't play FIFA. Terrible. Only FIFA I, I play, play is FIFA. Only play only FIFA I play is FIFA Street on the Xbox. The oh, original FIFA Xbox. Was fire. That was dope. The original Xbox. I'll tell you what, we've we've talked a lot of we've talked a lot of football. Let's go ahead and get through. I want to get through one more thing, Draymond. I want to get your actual opinion on the Draymond suspension. Was it legit? Was it yeah? Just what are your overall thoughts? Five games too much. Too much? Mm-hmm. Five games way too much. Five what? games too much. So not me even personally, just, me personally. Hey, so, so it's not even just too much. It's way too much? Absolutely. <laughs> so first things so first things first. Let's watch the whole let's watch the whole thing. We will Clay, guess what? Clay McDaniels were in a little incident. The first thing Rudy goes to do is he goes and grabs Clay. He could have grabbed McDaniels. Rudy doesn't, go, Rudy doesn't grab him. Yeah, he does. No, McDaniel's does. No, McDaniel's and Clay were were grabbing each other. Were were like had a little. Were like hand fighting right, or whatever. Yeah, they were tussling. And then yeah. Rudy w- was the first one to run over there, and instead of grabbing McDaniel's to separate his teammate, he grabbed Clay. He grabbed Clay by the neck. Draymond was like, "Hey, you ain't gonna grab my. You ain't gonna grab my guy by the neck and choke and then and then they put Chody in the in the baby boy chokehold. Ain't no and way." And choked him out. Now, I do think choking him and holding on like that was a little excessive. So I would have threw him out the game for sure. But I would have threw him out. But you, you, you just said a five game suspension was too much. Exactly. I would have suspended him. Maybe I would have. I would have suspended him and Rudy a game and been back at it. Wait, you would have suspended Rudy too? Yep, absolutely. Rudy Tootie Fresh and no, you didn't do it. Yes, In a way, yes. dog. I would have suspended. I would have suspended Rudy. Absolutely. No. No, there's no come on, man. I just told Look, you what happened. I told so you what happened. I told you what happened. I know if you Rudy told me what does, happened. If Rudy doesn't grab Clay like that, Draymond doesn't choke him. You don't think so? No. So there's not one bone in your body that thinks that Draymond just wouldn't do that out of I don't know. All of his existence, like nope. all, like if if you were to line up everything that man has ever done, it doesn't seem most doesn't things. Seem Dray, like, most things. Most things. Draymond has ever done was because was was off a of reaction. So, it's all like the whole thing with the bonus when he stepped on the bonus's yeah. chest. No, don't don't even don't even do that. I'm just saying, so Draymond tried to walk, tried to run away, and Sabonim tried to Kurt no. angle, him, tried to Kurt angle him, and Draymond, no. and Draymond got loose and stepped on his damn chest. No, That's what he get. 
played no. stupid games, win stupid prizes. No, 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 he didn't. No, he didn't. I, exactly, sorry, I'm trying to exactly I'm trying to share this more of a group. Exactly no, dog. That is not that so is there not, is literally a shot of, of Draymond trying to get up and Sabonis there, doing like this to his there is no, sorry, I'm more engaged now. There is no chance in hell that that, that is not how that, that that's exactly how happened. that happened. That's exactly how that happened. Have you se- okay? Let me ask you one question before we actually really get into things. What's up? You've seen my question is you've actually seen Draymond Green play basketball, right? Yeah, that's my favorite player. <laughs> Of course it is. Of course, of course, of course, you just gotta be in here and do that. No, man, there's no Draymond. Draymond is my favorite player. With uh, what's that? With Jokic, Jokic coming up. So when Draymond retire, so when Draymond retires, probably Jokic will take the throne. Sorry, this I lost my. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you just fine, bro. All right, so you can't hear me. Yep. Shout out, Dre. But, you know, I can look, you know, yeah, no. I would have suspended him a game because of choke, because he held on long, He held on longer than he needed to. But I would have definitely suspended him, but not five games. I would have spent him one game. I can't hear you now. You're muted. All right, but you can hear me now? Yep, there you go. Okay, there we go. Sorry, I had some. Yep, that's why when that whole when the whole Sabonis thing happened, I was on the same boat. You can't put no, somebody but... in the ankle lock. You can't put somebody in the ankle lock and get bad with a step on you. Nah, man, that that ain't it. You, but again, if we're doing track record of Draymond Green, come on, man. Like you saw the way you saw the way that he stepped on Sabonis's chest. That is not that is not how a stable person that, reacts. That a stable that. person. Doesn't try to grab someone's ankle either. Okay, he but again, that 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 was why the step. That's why the step happened because he grabbed his ankle trying to get out. Draymond okay. tried to walk away, and okay. Sabonis is trying to do this like he's turned angle. And then he got one one. It was one Sabonis wasn't gripping it that hard. You want to see? You want to see this? You want to see the screen? There's there's literally a picture of it. Also, two. You do know that that wasn't his first offense, right? That's like his last offense besides the chokehold. I've looked at I've looked at a compilation where they say Draymond Green dirty. Play. You said a couple, yo. I said a compilation. Oh. I said a compilation. Oh, a compilation. Yeah. I saw the video where it says Draymond Green dirty plays, and I was like, and I looked at him, and I was like, okay, they, they probably made. They probably had about I can't remember how many. There's eight, the or nine, Dude, there's eight, eight or nine. There's eight or nine that were considered a, dirty, and I was like, the, eh. There's at like, least. Maybe, I was like, maybe two. Maybe two are dirty. There's maybe at least dirty. six direct kick to the nuts, dog. There's at least six of them. If you're watching the same compilation that we all have access to, there's at least nah, six, man. Nah, bro. What do you mean, nah? First of all, the Stephen Adams thing, totally accident. Totally accident. No, no, it's let me, not. Let me tell you, let me, no, let me tell you something. No, it's you not. A hoop, are, are you a hooper? Yeah. When you sometimes, and I've seen this happen multiple, I've seen this happen multiple times, but it doesn't. Well, let me ask you this: Is Dennis Rodman your favorite player ever? Dennis Rodman, nah. Draymond is well, my favorite player ever. Draymond. Well, so they, my but, favorite player, my favorite players are at stages. So without, 
when I was like a baby, when I when I first got into basketball, it was like Allen Iverson. Then when I got a little older, it was Jason Richardson. Then a little older, it was Zach Randolph, and that was Draymond. But what All I'm right. saying well, is, well, but my well, point about basketball is what I'm saying is, when you play basketball and when you're about to go up for a shot and you get and you get stripped down, your body naturally is gonna flail. Don't yo. I mean, no, no, for real. I'm being honest. If Draymond, there was a, there look, was a if Draymond, listen, if listen, Draymond listen. is your favorite player ever, I can already see where this conversation is going. That, that's per- that's perfectly fine. There was a there was a there was a time where in the NBA Finals when LeBron, LeBron the Warrior, LeBron and the Cavs were playing against the Warriors. LeBron was was trying to take a game winning shot. Iggy stripped him. LeBron's leg went into Iggy's groin area. It didn't connect, but nobody said anything because it didn't connect. It there was hundred percent accidental. There also, there also is not a history of that. But what I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, when you get pay attention to, to guys who get stripped when they go up for a shot <laughs> and watch their arms and their legs. Pay I'm attention to shooters. Draymond is not a shooter anymore. Like I understand, like what you're saying. Like the motion when you do stuff, your legs are going to do certain things. I get that, but Draymond isn't one of those dudes who is just going to shoot and maybe, maybe his leg gets kicked out. That isn't what that he happens. Is. That happens with shots. That happens with layups. It happens no, all no, the his, time. His, we just don't notice it because the, there is no there is no result. Because he doesn't. No, Jay, because There's he doesn't no result do it. Look, That's why we first, don't notice it. No, the first three years of his career, he was trying to do a spot-up three-point, especially at the top of the key kind of thing. Like, that was his gig, right? I was going to rebound, I was going to assist, and I was going to take spot-up jumpers at the top of the three-point line, and that was it. He also doesn't have one of those actual shooting motions where you might potentially kick your foot out. That isn't him. He is literally, he's, if we're going to do this, he is a goon in hockey. He's not skilled. He just wants to okay. run around and f- things up. That's, not, that's, that's, that's a lot. That's a what lot. do you mean that's a lot? That's Yo, a lot. tell you what, tell you what, right now. He's a Hall of Famer right now, right? Absolutely. Because he plays for the Warriors. Would he be a Hall of Famer if he played for Orlando? If he played for Orlando at the time? No, like in general, like given if Draymond was drafted to Orlando, they probably wouldn't have won as much. They probably they, wouldn't have won. Orlando was a dumpster. Orlando was a dumpster fire. But at the time, if we're being honest, the Warriors weren't an he, established franchise when when he got drafted. No, but they also. I will say this objectively: Do I think his resume changes with Orlando? Yes. Do I 100%. think one hundred percent? Do I think he's? Do I think he would be a Hall of Famer? No. Because part of your there resume is. is contributing to winning. Do I think the Warriors no, win? No, no, tight? No, no. Do I think the Warriors turn into a dynasty without Draymond? No. Do I think the Warriors get get KD? Do I think the war? Do I think KD wants to go to the Warriors without Dray, without Draymond there? I don't think they win a championship without Draymond at all. So Steph and Clay's legacy is drastically different as well. Well, and see, and that is that is my point. I think, your, I think two things. I think two things can. I think two things can be true. They can. They can Draymond also is exist. Winning, they can Draymond also is a exist. winning basketball player. That's a winning right. type of basketball player. Right, and that and that has always been my point. Is like one, 
Draymond is the epitome of stay in college for four years because nobody wants to do it, right? The only reason why he did is one, build the resume, and then he went to a squad again. So he is not the reason necessarily why Golden State is as good as they are, but they wouldn't be as good as they are without him. But if he, like if Steph went to some place else, they would be exponentially better immediately. Whereas Draymond is not the case. Like you couldn't plug and play him somewhere and just. I think you could. I think if you no, put Draymond on, on any man. team, I think I just, they get I just better. The argument for I think Orlando. they get better. I think they get better. I'm not saying put, they win put, championships, put, but they get Steph, better. Dude, put Steph in Orlando. That no, team Steph is, is better. No, Steph is let's, better. Let's, Steph is but better. let's all right. So let's do this. If you put right now, objectively, just these two guys, you put Steph in Orlando. Do they make the playoffs in the East? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. You put Draymond over there. Do they make the playoffs? Yes or no? Yes. No. You are yes. really? Yes. I think first of all, Orlando, first God, of all, dude, you're, you're first so of all, lucky. Dude, you're Orlando so lucky is that way, you're on the, Orlando on the, on is way better this year. Side that's, of the that's other over, God, really? Orlando is way better this year. They're like better. I said, my point is Draymond is now I think they would be better overall with Steph than with Draymond. But I think Draymond is still a winning basketball player. And if he goes to a team, they're gonna be a better team. See, I don't necessarily think that. Like it really depends on the the the, the way that I interpret professional sports is yes, you need a coach. But and uh, okay, so to, to to backtrack for a second. Mark Jackson got fired from the Warriors, right? Yeah. And he still had Steph and Clay and Draymond. Yeah. Am I incorrect? Yeah. All right. So he had all those dudes. Why did they fire him then? I don't it wasn't basketball reasons. I don't think it was basketball reasons at all. All right. So for me, I kind of feel it's it's a similar aspect, but for me, like when I look at this thing in its totality, is Mark Jackson said, "Stay, uh, Steph, Steph, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson were the best backcourt shooting duo ever, and we all laughed at him in the moment, right when he said I, it. Like it made sense to me because when you talk about shooting, I was like, who no, is don't even, don't even, guy. When it comes on, to man. like, we're, we're talking about sense, just shooting, it made sense okay. to you. I'm and just you, saying, you never shooting, saw it made sense. Come, who else you gonna put? On, who else you gonna put?" As a shooting no, backcourt. No, I'm saying at at the. I'm saying in real saying time. Even at, even at the moment, who else you gonna put? Not them. I had to think about it. I when he, when they said it, I was like, wait, like my eyes got big, but I was like, wait a minute. When you think about it, who can you put back there? But there was, but they weren't even playing. Steph was injured, and Clay was a nobody until Steph until like Steve Kerr really let them play the way they were supposed to play. But nobody, there is not one single absolute god person on the planet when mark jackson said this is the best backcourt shooting not best not not saying that the best backcourt ever but best backcourt shooting duo ever we all laughed at him i didn't laugh i just said name another one that's all i wanted to know can you name another one like at the time i was like can you name another one you know what you can, look. I'm a big Charles. I'm saying, what you gonna fan. say? You can, Kobe, you can, Kobe, and Derek Fisher. 
You gonna say bad with Tony look, Parker? Look, man, you you don't want to get me started on Kobe. I'm gonna start gonna, so many you, fights. You gonna you gonna say bad bad with Tony Parker? No, I'm I'm just like, saying. I'm, if, just, if, saying, I'm if, just saying, like when you think about what like what I thought about at the time, even though they weren't necessarily where they where they were, that like how we look at it now, like when you think of their just shooting ability. At the time, they had they had probably like two. They had probably two and a half together. Not when they were rookies, though. Nobody they weren't rookies. That. Whoa, step. Mark Jackson had them for three seasons. He said that his third season there. So they had yeah, about two and a half but, years together. No, but no, but Steph was injured and Clay was just a dude. Like I said, it made it made perfect sense based based on you couldn't even name another one. Look, I always think when we come to the best ever, I ne- I always take a back seat. Because there is one, the best ever, the future hasn't happened yet. There's no way that we can ever do that. So that's, I hate top fives. I hate top tens. I hate all of this other as far as these debates go. But also, I'm saying in the moment where we never really saw those two play together, for him to say that there is not one person on the planet Apparently, except for you, who said, "Yeah, I agree with that." That's the best hey, backcourt shooting duo ever. There's a couple. There's a couple things that have happened in this lifetime that I've said that nobody else agreed with. So I'm cool with it. But you didn't say it. Mark Jackson did. But you just. But I'm saying when he dog. said it. When he said it at the time, it just made sense because I couldn't think of another one. Dude, so okay, so you're saying that within three years of them just being in the league and them bang, like barely playing together. That you knew that he that's was 2013 wrong. year. That was the year Steph. That was the year Steph. That was the year he made his no. first all-star team. But I'm saying both of them though. Yeah. Clay, like Clay wasn't anything special. Clay didn't Clay 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 by his third year, about 16, 17 points a game, 44, 44% from three. You got your computer next to you, don't you? No, I don't. I, I see you, I see you, I see you keep looking, dog. No, I don't. Either that or you're making stats up. It's one of the two. It's no, one of the two. Because, because Clay's stats after his rookie year were pretty consistent from, from his after after Clay's rookie year, his stats have pretty much been between 16, 20 points, 40, 40 to 44% from three. Pretty much the same. No, it's 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 been largely and consistent. Then, but my my point is in the moment, everybody laughed at Mark Jackson. And it, it whether you can say, can you name me another one? No, because I can't. Because what we do is the the game changed so much so quickly. So if you're asking me 15 years ago, could I could I name you a better shooting backcourt? No, I can name you all the I can name you some really good shooting guards. I can name you some really good point guards who could shoot, but didn't play together. But I also wouldn't say anybody's the best ever. But Mark Jackson did that. He said it and wanted to make it be this this huge thing and we all laughed at him because we didn't see them actually do anything and i feel like had he would if he was still the head coach at golden state with them i feel like they wouldn't be as good because and i don't know this to be true so i'm not i'm not trying to say definitively but i do think that the warriors would not be as good now as they are if they had Mark Jackson, because I feel like Mark Jackson is still more of an old school kind of coach where he wouldn't let 
Steph be his own self. Steph and Clay, like collectively, especially Steve <coughs> Kerr, let them. So I don't, I'm not saying that he's wrong. I'm just saying we laughed at him in the moment. And also Steve Kerr isn't a great head coach. He's just a better, I feel like for him, he let them be more who they are as players. Whereas Mark Jackson would have wanted them to be more of like the actual conceptual, this is how I run. This is the old school NBA and this is how we're going to run things. And Steph's legacy might be different too. I give Steve Kerr a whole bunch of credit. I think, I think Steve Kerr coming from coming from Phil Jackson and coming from Pop, and he was involved with the Suns at the time, so we got a little Mike yep. D'Antoni in him. So he he took a little bit of all that, and then it just all meshed together. And here's another point, because I don't know if pe- people don't remember this. David Lee was the starting power forward at the time. And David, Dude, David Lee, Lee was nice for like two Dave, or three Dave, years. He was nice for a minute. He's like right. he's, he's, well, he yeah, was good David, David, Knicks, David Lee was nice for a little minute. He was an all he was an all star for the he Knicks, was an all star, right? and then um, but um, he got hurt. He got hurt in um, in like preseason or the off season. He was gonna miss some time, and then Draymond started, and Kerr and Kerr. Was like nah, David Lee got to go to the bench. He healthy now, but David Lee got to go to the bench because Draymond is rolling. If that oh, that, changed, that I forgot, like people forget about that. And also, and I'll take and I'll take this a little bit further when it comes to Stephen Clay. If they don't win, the game doesn't change as much. The reason the game is changed right. now yeah. because they want. Because you remember, if the game would have changed a lot sooner, if Nash and those boys would have got a championship. The game would have changed then. Well, it we no, well, we would have thought no, it, no, it it did, it did that, change. No, it, it no, the game has evolved over time, but the influx that we're getting now is because Steph and Clay won. If they cool. never won a championship, the influx that we have, it wouldn't be this fucking high. Well, it would so, improve, but it wouldn't have been this high. So, so, so there's 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 levels to this because when you're saying if. Nash and the Suns won, it'd be different. But no, like they didn't win. Nash won two MVPs. They changed the way that we play as far as fast pace is concerned, right? But you're right. If I will give you this, if the Warriors and Clay, I'm sorry, if the Warriors and Curry didn't win championships, they wouldn't want to play the way that Steph does play because it would be, oh, oh, well, you're just one play. You'd basically be Dame Lillard. People, people point, keep right? trying to people have keep trying to copy that shit because they right. won. But, but what I'm saying, like the 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 the, the fast pace started with D'Antoni. It was you know we're gonna with it get get a shot up, get a good shot up within I mean, seven to ten seconds, get it up. So the 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 NBA moved there without the Suns winning anything. The way that people shoot threes changed because of Steph and because he and they won. That's that I, I that that's my line of demarcation on that. Yeah, he if step yeah because like like small ball was always just a novelty because you know who used to run small Nelly ball. Remember Don Nelson used to play used to play like that with those with those run CMC. Nah, those run CMC teams. 
Oh, oh, Gold like Nelson Nelson used to play like that. Oh, with him and Mullins yeah. and yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, they used to play like that. And then you had the Denver Nuggets back in the 80s. They used to play like that, run a gun. They used to play yeah, like that. The thing, dude, but, but the thing is like no, like nobody could shoot the three back then the way that they do now. Like you could they they didn't only, shoot the three as much, but you still had a style of play that was that if like when you win, like when you win, you change the game. When you lose, you're just a fan. I just look like to, to to me personally, like when I see that there are like in the eighties, like you said, like there, there there can be some fast paced offenses, but either a the three point shot wasn't as relevant. Obviously, it wasn't, but it also wasn't part. It wasn't like it just wasn't part of your game plan. And it's not necessarily that the points per game are so exponentially higher because if you look through NBA history from the seven or for like the eighties through to, to now, it's not that much higher than what it used to be. It's just, you have to guard every single part of the court now. And yeah. it's like, just, just, just because you, could you imagine them trying to guard Steph and they back it all the way up to the three point line? But see, that's just it, right? Like, <laughs> it'd be crazy. People are like, oh, Bronk, Bronk couldn't play in the the eighties and nineties. Like, this is okay. So when I, I hear know, that, I'm just like, okay, you're just wait. Is that Adam Thielen? Did he catch that? Okay, bet. All right, go ahead. I've I've always been the proponent of. I've always hated when people say, "Well, this person couldn't play in this era." I'm like, well, what what are we really doing then? Because like, I, if, that's yeah, that's so that's so annoying. I don't. It's so I don't dumb. Like, I don't like, like doing that. It will. It, it's that on top of the fact that nobody wants to like really transparently put the the rules the same, right? So like if Steph went back in the late eighties, early nineties, okay, they're like, well, he would just hack him, okay? Like he couldn't do the exact same thing. Like and and he also, still has his skills. It's the same also, thing with LeBron or whatever. It's it's just so dumb when people say when you can they dribble, can last there. That hand check it doesn't mean shit. When what? you can dribble no, and change that. direction, no, I know that. Yeah, the huge like a lot of people just like oh you can just hand check him. I promise you, when you can dribble like that, like they weren't trying to hand check Allen Iverson. No, exactly. Because you couldn't keep Thank up. You, you couldn't Thank keep you. up. You had to give him space so you could keep up. So. Allen Iverson, Kevin Johnson, Tim Hardaway, Rod Strickland. Well, Rod no, Strickland was a Kevin Johnson. Really All right, so I grew like, up as a huge Phoenix Suns fan because Charles Barkley was my favorite player. Kevin Johnson was low-key, my number two. And I love that dude, man. I, lo- I love that you made that reference. Yeah, like small guards, guards back then who could shoot, who could ha- and who could handle at a high level, you were not hand-checking them. Yeah, exactly. Because guess what? Let's go. All right. Yeah. Adam Thielen. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Adam Thielen, man. I be trying to tell people, bro. He still got it. But uh he's, he's, but well, yeah, man. That's like, the thing, man. As, long, as long as you get the targets, you'll get you'll get the because you got a PPR league, don't you? I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about for I'm talking for I'm talking about for underdog. I have Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen needs to get oh, a certain amount of fantasy you. points. Gotcha. I think he needed. I think Adam Thielen needed about ten or eleven fantasy points, and he are and he just got that with his last catch. Oh well, good for that, man. Yeah, that but I need the Cowboys to, to hold them to a field goal to keep my spread going. 
Oh, that's that is where the key is. Can we keep the spread? Honestly, going? I just need one of these. One of these got to. One of these spread. One of these got to win. Honestly, that's how I feel it. One of these got to win. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, you know. I'll I'll say what tell, like I hate. I hate these people. Like you know, talk about how guys couldn't play back then. I'm like, bro, shut up. Like, wait, what was that? People like to say guys like like that certain guys couldn't play like back in the day. Oh like, yeah, it's there are like the guys stupid. that ha- so, there are some guys that are built now that you wouldn't even think of in 1992. Like Jason like, Tatum is the equivalent. You know, Jason Tatum and Kevin Garnett are essentially the same size. They don't look it. They don't look it because KG just naturally played bigger in the post. Well, he was but, he was he was taller though. He wasn't he maybe like maybe like by an inch, but like. No, he was like two or three. KG like is KG six eleven. Tatum six ten. No, Tatum isn't six ten. Yes, he is. He grew out. He grew after he got to the NBA. He came in the NBA six really? eight. He he grew to six ten. He's bigger. I, okay, because I I thought he, I thought he was like six seven six eight. Nah, Tatum is six ten. Tatum is big as shit. Tatum is six ten and like two forty, which is the size of most power was, which was a post player back then. Imagine. Somebody like Rick Mahore tried to guard Jason Tatum. We'll see, and that's my whole On thing. The perimeter. But see, that's the thing is like people who are like the old heads will say, "Well, Rick Mahore will lock him up." It's like, no, like oh, the you. Fuck he won't. Won, Rick won, Mahore won, has won, never won. had to guard anybody. Anybody who looks like him. And two, it's just like, okay, so and if Rick Mahore wants, if Rick Rick Mahorn on offense, cool. You're just gonna back him down and try to get like. A five or six foot bucket, whereas Jason you can't Tatum. Even do that. Can... I know, but I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to give Rick Mahorn some flowers, though. I'm I'm just saying, like, when you look at it in its entirety, Jason, the game, and it's not even just the thing that irritates the hell to me is that people just want to say the game has changed. No, we as people have changed. You oh, look at it. Look at a 25 year old person now, and go ahead and Google a 25 person back in 1985. It is completely different. Yeah, folks was losing. Like you remember how Clyde? Look at Clyde Drexler when he got when he got drafted. Oh, Clyde Drexler looks forty five years old. He yeah. was already losing his hair. Right. Michael right. Jordan but, went bald because he was losing his hair. Right, but that's the whole thing. Is like people just want to say, well, the sport is different because players are different and everything. It's like God, you, you can you, can you just slow down and conceptualize that maybe just maybe the evolution of humans has changed and not just the sport that you either a love or b want to discredit it's 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 a hundred percent it's a hundred percent both and i yeah and i look at some like some of the things like i remember some of the drills that i did coming up as a kid that older people would show you how to do and i'm like yo you can't do that shit now those drills are weak as fuck now well like just just even just the training just the training aspect guys practice tough shots Guys yeah, practice it, tough shots now. Everything back then was just wide open, just catch and shoot. That was those are your only shooting drills was catch and shoot, maybe coming off a screen, one dribble pull up. Right. Well, because I because I, I I remember when I was when I was in high school, uh, I had a very militaristic. This is how you kind of do basketball, coach, and that's what I did when I was at practice. What you just described is what my reality was, and it was come off of screens. It was spot up shots. 
you don't do anything. And this dude Bro. was a high school, he was a high school basketball I, player of the year. I'm crying right now. I'm crying right now. Jared Goff is having If you are going to interrupt me on my show, you better start crying then. Cry. <laughs> no, no. Put your head up. Put your head up. No, I want to see the actual tears. It's right here, man. Naked dog? No, I want to see, no, nothing crocodile tears. I want <laughs> real, I want, the lacrimal has to be spewing from your eyeballs if you're going to interrupt me on my show. My bad. No. We'll show have me. Again. No, cry. I can't. Cry. I gave you a tear, bro. No, you said you were crying. Cry for me. <laughs> Argentina. Cry for me, Argentina. Do it right now. That's all I cried you. I think you know what's great is that this is for the interwebs forever. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, I saw where I get frustrated with era arguments is they don't apply it both ways across the board, and 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 that's exactly what I just said. Is yeah. that when it comes that's a good to point. well? What do you mean? That's a good point. I said that to you ten minutes ago. Is that they they one will apply like if it's Jordan versus LeBron? They say, well, he couldn't play here or. Jordan couldn't play in this era. It's that you're not applying everything to everything. So could Jordan? Could Jordan? Oh God, you guys, you guys baited me. I'm, I'm not. No, let, let's not do it. Let's not do it. Let's not do it. No, I don't, good, thank you. Because I don't want to. Do I, I don't. don't I'm, sick, do I'm it. sick of. I'm sick of Jordan and LeBron debate. I was, yo, I didn't, I didn't. Thank you. Because you, you know what? You finally bailed me out, Jay. I, I, I want to. I want to say, speaking of errors, I want to say something about the old basketball era where people like to like this, like discredit like Bob Cousy and Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain and those guys. I want what to say this. Do? I want to say this. Like, let's say this. Can you imagine? Put take an NBA player right now. Let's take let's take a good one. Let's take Zach Levine. Okay, we'll take Zach Levine. Take Zach Levine. Take his uniform away. Give him, give him Daisy Dukes, that thin ass jersey. Make him wear Chuck Taylors with one pair of socks. Dribble a, dribble and shoot a basketball that's heavier. A rim that has less resistance. That dude would average no three point, no three point line from the two point line, no three point line, and play forty six minutes a night. Well, and that's just it. Like forty six, I I think that people don't understand that either. Is that like when we say right now? Oh, you played only thirty eight minutes a night. Because you imagine, like, if you put today's athlete again, Zach Levine, put him back in the day, that dude could play the entire game. Forty eight minutes would be yeah. nothing because the nutrition's better. Because we're just more evolved. That dude could that is, that is no, you're you're right. Minutes and average ninety points a game. You're right mm-hmm. with what he has, but but if you tell a player right now to play 48 minutes in Chuck Taylor's, they will lose their fucking mind. Well, they couldn't do it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like these no, guys are playing. You could, you could, okay. So I I, I don't want to just disc- so they could an athlete today could wear Chuck Taylor's. They could play 48 minutes, but you're not going to get the best out of them because we are so just hypersensitive to every single game, especially. Especially the NBA because there's 82 of them, right? Yeah. Like every other day, we're gonna see a basketball game. 
And we just can't conceptualize that, oh, yeah, this is actually kind of difficult to do all of the time. And if you gave somebody, hey, I'll give you these terrible shoes. Go play 48 minutes. Like, I can go do it. Like, I'll give my cardio. But you're going to roast me on social media next time. And that's the other thing, too, is the social media aspect. Is that, yeah, that, that nobody all, really thinks about. Everything. Is, yeah. So a lot of those older players, like, because back then you were so private. People just had to pray that they just saw you on the way to a game. Like back then, things were just so private. Could you imagine yeah, some of the yeah. stories, some of the stories that you hear now that are like kind of folk legends? Could you imagine if Charles Barkley's life was broadcasted every day? Yeah, Bar- Barkley for one. Yeah, Barkley would have been fun. Well, honestly, okay. So I know that collectively. Because I, I can see it in my mind. I can see this actually happening in real time if it was Barkley. Yeah. He would get roasted. But I would love it. I would love it, too. I would love it, too. Or, you know, a lot, just a lot of, like, a lot of things. You hear about guys drinking and being cokeheads and all type of shit. Like, you know. Gambling, gambling on planes. Gambling. Like, you know, all type of shit. Like, could you imagine if they just, if you had a camera and you had, like, these sports shows that talk about you every day. And that's all that And then you want. got cameras. You got phone cameras. Now, back then, you didn't have phone cameras. No. But you see, that's. Like, yeah, you, had, that, like, you know what I'm saying? You go outside, that, there's 30 cameras in your face. If you a star. Right, and and that's kind of the thing is that when people are like, well, well, Jordan would have been fine nowadays. I'm like, uh, I, I don't, I don't know if that's completely accurate because what we're doing is we're looking at it in the perspective of what's going on now in our time, and we can only see it in that perspective. So, like with LeBron, when he came up in '03, we had camera phones, we had internet, we were already like it wasn't to the degree of where we are right now. But it yeah, was social media tra- was coming, right? It right, was coming. right. But but we but we knew that when Jordan yeah. was coming up, that wasn't even a you couldn't even use a computer or talk on the phone at the same time, right? Exactly. So it's when people say like, it's not just, it's not just what you do on the court, but off the court because the off the court or off the field things we are we're we are more obsessed with the off the field and court things than we are on the court and field when it comes to like us as fans and how we consume things. Yeah, I don't. Could Jordan have, would he have faced suspensions based on his actions? Maybe we don't know. Yeah, imagine, if, imagine if the story got out of Jordan punches Steve Kerr. Right. But Draymond gets, he's, but he's not vilified, but he's also yeah. not Jordan, but he's also not Jordan though. But does Jordan? But does Jordan become Jordan if we have access to everything? That is also like the the caveat to all this. I think I I definitely. I mean, well, it's just a question. Yeah, man. And let's be let's let's, let's be honest. Um, if Poole don't show Draymond, Draymond don't punch him. But anyway, um, <laughs> I'll tell you what. It's been two hours, dog. I'm gonna let you get out of here. <laughs> hey, man. That's hey. That's true though. Come on now. If if Pool don't shove him, Draymond don't punch him. No. But speaking of Pool, can we talk about how ass Jordan Poole has been? Okay, so before we get into this, now that we're here, 
I said this the moment that they signed him. And I'm not trying to be the dude who says, I told you so. But what he was, he he maximized his opportunity, right? Yeah. In that in that season, and what he did, he got he got his bag. Facts. And I'm and I'm okay with that. It can be it can be a bad signing, but also be good at the same time. Like obviously not for the Warriors, but it's good for him. But I told I, I told people back in the day, this is a bad signing. It's a flash in the pan. I mean, it's a trade. It's a trade, but yeah. Right. Oh, you no. mean when the Warriors signed him? Right. When yeah, when, oh. when the Warriors did the yeah, I'm not talking about Washington at the moment, but like okay. when it came to what his what they did is I think that the Golden State thought he's basically going to be diet Steph Curry, is what I thought they were gonna do. And hey, when when Curry's done, we have a backup plan. But obviously that wasn't it. Steph is bawling out of his mind right now. And you know, and yeah. and you know, just pool is doing what pool does in DC. But I don't think that everything is still fine. I think that Golden State may have overpaid him, which I do think that, but they still got compensation for him. I don't think they overpaid him. I for for what for for what they paid him at the time he got four he got four years and one hundred and ten. Yeah, it was it was it was like close to thirty million dollars. It was close to thirty mil per year. Yeah, between yes, yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't think that was that bad. Well, the only reason why I thought it was bad is because if you believe that, and this is obviously before they get Chris Paul, so I'm not I'm trying to do this in a real like real time transaction is yeah for sure for sure for sure yeah so when they paid him i thought it wasn't warranted because you still had steph you still thought that steph was going to be great and what you're doing is basically playing paying a backup point guard almost what 25 million dollars a year yeah that that seems pretty stupid especially if you think that you're going to keep Clay as well. Now, if you want to play Steph and Clay together, then don't pay Clay or let him go and then let them play side by side. But that obviously wasn't their point. So the only reason why I think the the actual contract was stupid is one, it was a flash in the pan season. And two, if you weren't going to start him, why the hell are you paying him 25 ish million dollars a year? So so I think so. You paid him for a couple of reasons. Number one, you were you were thinking that the decline of Steph was going to come sooner rather than later. Fair. And, that's and number two, that's that's um, fair. Number two, if it didn't, so let's if they thought he was going to be close to Steph Curry, if you get him at thirty million, at about twenty eight million, probably roughly, you get it's him like, at twenty eight million, and he became that the fifty five that you're paying Clay. Yeah. If you if you would have gave if he would have became that, it would have been a huge like it would have been a huge bargain for you. Right. The third, if it if it wasn't working out, he has a movable contract where you could trade him and get assets for him. So you kind of really had no you didn't want him to go into the league, go into the season without a contract. So you so either it was gonna work out 
or it was gonna or you or you could get out of it early. You know what I'm saying? So and like and they and they they kept hoping that Steph and Clay would like take that fall off the cliff, but they have but Steph has it at least. Clay has. Yeah, no, no, no. Steph, Steph. You believe Clay is shooting thirty two percent from three? Do you believe that? I Clay did. is shooting thirty two percent from three. That is like no, Clay, like, dude, bro. Clay is not the same person, and I'm tired of people. Not even like, like I'm. I'm tired of people doing that. Like, dude, like even if you can't move the same, which I understand, like you can't shoot thirty two percent. Like you've never shot less than thirty eight, and you're shooting thirty hmm. two. So the okay, so one, we are very early into the NBA season, so I don't want to do that. But what I will say is that. Clay Thompson, like you play 2K, right? Yeah. All right. So you know there's the three and D guy. And that's yeah. all they can do. I can only defend, I can only shoot, but I can't do anything else in between. To me, that's Clay Thompson. And with the multiple injuries, and it's just age. Like, I'm not trying to hate on the dude because I I like him enough, but it always comes down to dude. You're not worth the money, and we talked about this with Draymond. He's only worth the money that Draymond is getting paid is only worth it to the Warriors because he's been there for like eight, I nine, think, ten years. His money is not, his money is not worth market. anything. I, I think he would have got more in the open market. What was that? He would have got more in the open market. What Draymond? Yeah. Okay. So because if you look at what he got, like his extension, I think his extension. Was I think four and a hundred, so he got right, twenty five. So, I think he would have so, got more than twenty five in the open market. So here's the reason why. Like I, I agree with you that he might. The money portion is not what interests me. It's the impact because you're right. I, what we do is we say you have championship experience, right? And we yeah, overpay yeah. for that, and that is what sports fans and everybody yeah, wants to consume. That when you win, your value skyrockets. Can I can I ask you something? How many championship winners do the Wizards have right now? People, one. people, people. They have, they have, they have one right now. I'm trying to make sure. I know they have one for sure. And who's but, that? Uh, Kuzma. And who's the other? I'm trying to make sure. I'm trying to go through their roster in my head and make the, sure. The guy oh, they have we, two. They have two. The guy that we just clowned on. They have three. They have three. They have three then. No, they, they got, got two. Kuzma. They got Pool. They got Delon Wright. Pool. They got they got Kuzma. They got Pool. They got Delon Wright. Did he win? Oh, with with the Raptors. Yeah, I don't think he won that year. Oh wait, or did he get? No, he got traded. Okay, never mind. He got traded, but they still gave him a ring. So they, okay, so just two. But so here's the deal. This has always been my point: is that we, as sports fans, not not you and me, but I mean, in collectively, no, yeah, like, we, yeah, oh, we, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Oh, so so you got you got championship experience. The Wizards have two of them, and they are a laughing stock. They are who, who trash and booty juice. I forgot who said it. JJ Reddick said they are the most unserious team I've ever seen. Which like, is wrong well because Javale McGee used to play for the Nuggets. They were. When JaVale McGee was with the Nuggets, they were in the playoffs. But he was funny, though. I mean, yeah. That, that was, that, that's yeah, my yeah, point. Yeah, he was, yeah point. he was. But I'm like, yo, the Wizards, just, the Wizards just don't even look like anything right now. Like, there's no – like, like I, I had high hopes for Poole. I thought Poole was going to come in and average 
30. Well, here's everybody <laughs> thought the exact same thing. And yeah, I'm not I will saying, I will eat that bullet. That shit was bad. Look, one, I appreciate the honesty. Two, the season's still young. He could still average 30. It doesn't mean that they're gonna be any good though. I don't think he's gonna I don't think he can average. You can't go from averaging no, 16 look, to averaging 30. They're also what 10, 12 games into the season. They're still yeah. like there's still 70 games left. So if, if you're just if you just want to put it on the landscape of could he average 30, I think it's possible. I don't think that he will. I'm with you. I don't think that he will, but the possibility is still there. But if he averages 30, does that mean that they get better? Eh, probably not. I think I don't think they get better, but I think if he was to turn it up this year, it would be like you would feel better at, at about your direction as a franchise. Well, I just there, I think that that's the if pool the plays if pool still stinks the whole year, you would feel terrible. You would be panicked, like yo, what the fuck? Oh yeah, if if you're Washington, even if you're terrible, which is kind of what you were thinking anyways, that's fine. But if pool actually turns out to be good. Then at least you feel better. Like yeah, that yeah, that's my point. Yeah, you, if pool's terrible and you're terrible, that's a that's a huge that, problem. Yeah, that's the problem. Because then if you want to trade him, no one's gonna want to trade for him. Well, the other thing too, when it comes to like those those trade evaluations, is the so he this is his first year in Washington, right? Yeah. So, but he also has what what is it four or five years left on his deal? Yeah, the one oh, this that was an extension. So he had so after this, he has four more. So you got four more. Okay. So with Washington, and the thing is, like the contracts are guaranteed in the NBA. So what you're looking for is for the most part. Well, yeah. Yeah, for the, for the most part, part yeah, exactly. But so if if Washington what I think we have to do if you're the Wizards is look over the next 18 months. If you're still trash this year, maybe you can move him. But the problem is the stigma now is the stigma two years ago was, oh, he's great because we already we went over this champion. Like we label that. And, and he was a major factor in them winning the championship. He yes, he was. But that was one season. That was like that was like four months. Four months of his career is like, oh yeah, this guy's really good at basketball. Yeah, you saw yeah. Yeah, but the progression the progression was there though. We thought so, but that's but that's because he had the opportunity. And this has also been my my large argument. And it's not even just basketball, it's it's every sport. And a lot of people don't want to listen to me. Is that when you get to this level, NBA, MLB, uh, NFL, it doesn't matter. It's your opportunity. Cause like we see five, six, seven round draft picks or undrafted players who can still play. And the reason why is because you're really good at what you do. It depends on where you go and your system and like your opportunity. Like all type, all a lot of shit just factors in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like Jordan Poole went to the, the perfect situation and then he went to Washington and it's like, now mm. you gotta be. So yeah, you went to the perfect situation. It's like, yo, you, the war when he got drafted, the Warriors were stinking because Steph and Clay were hurt. Exactly. So you got to so you pretty much just got to wild out, be a rookie. Your second year, your second year, they put you in the when they were coming back, they put you in the G League. So then you can develop your you can develop your craft there. Your third year, 
your third year, you get to um, you you become like a, a rotation guy. You become like a six man spot starter. Now, you then you help them win a championship. And then that's where everything kind of is and like. That, we, yeah, we last really year come. was a uh, last year was was kind of a mess because of the whole punch situation. And now you're quote unquote the man, and it takes a lot more. It takes a lot more to be the man. The the attention's on you. The you're yeah. quote unquote the leader because you because yeah because. But it's yes. also Washington. That's that's the whole thing too, though. Is like it's it's still Washington. Nobody thinks that you guys Bro, are going to be good. I just before, before just want to make a point. We've just reached NFL history. Deron Bland has recorded his fourth pick six in, of the season. I have, which is I the most of all time. All right. Well, I haven't watched any football today because I've been I, trying to talk to you and be a good friend. But fair enough. I've, I have. I'm not watching football. It just popped up on the, on my phone. Don't 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 you lie to me. I see. I see what you're doing. Yo, every single time you look into the right. Look, you yeah, cheat on me. Look, there's there's nothing but the screen. It's black. Yeah, you cheating on me with the red zone, and you cheat on me with your phone because honestly, I can't use my phone. I can't, my phone is my phone has been dedicated to you for two hours. I haven't then responded not, to then how, then how how did you know then? The ticker popped up. The notification popped up. Yeah, you was dedicated to me. Yeah, I'm dedicated to you. I haven't texted any. I haven't texted any of my anybody back, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't texted nobody. I haven't texted nobody back. My red zone barely working. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'll tell you what, man. I pre- I appreciate your time today. We'll go ahead and hang it up because I look. I'm not trying to. I, I don't want to play defense against your life. You don't want to play defense against my life, but Prescott, you are a big part of my life, man. You are so sweet. You're a big part of my life, bro. You know what I'm saying? You're like the. You're like the. You're like the tall. You're like the tall, goofy brother that every white kid always wants. Really. That actually makes me feel pretty good about myself. You're like, you know, you kind of, you kind of look like redheaded Travis Kelsey, you know. Wait, do I? Yeah, if you had, yeah, if you, no, don't take that off, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I will tell God you damn this. It. Every, dude, I, I'll tell you this you every went from, single. You so went like from Travis what? Kelsey to Bono, like real quick. God, you are just the worst. <laughs> I swear to God. So went from uh, Travis Kelsey to Bono. So, so, so Mario told me the exact same thing. He goes, dude, I love your content, but if you're going to go live, you have to wear a hat because your top is yeah, just that's hot, bro. Remember the movie Coneheads? Yeah, that's what it is. Yo, it's also because because you're, you're on the East Coast, right? Yeah. No, well, well, well Tennessee, and, oh. yeah. So technically, Central Time Zone, yeah. Yeah, so I'm in Alaska. Dude. It's, it's negative 11 right now. What the f- French toast, Dude, it, it's You could not pay me to live in Alaska. Dude, and I used to live in Fairbanks, which obviously is still in Alaska. But like, so like right now, this is, all right. So I work in Anchorage and it's about zero degrees. I live in Palmer, which is negative 12. If I lived in Fairbanks, which is where I used to live, it's negative 25. You like I said, you could not pay me to live in Alaska. If you pay mm-hmm. me, you have to pay me like a few million a year for me to live in Alaska. I'll tell you what. One, I agree with you. I mean, I, I'm I'm doing it. 
not for free, obviously, but if you find a job that pays you a million or two, you let me know where it is. I mean, I would for sure let you know. I would, my bags would be packed. Like, I wouldn't even get bags. I would come as I am right now. Wouldn't even take <laughs> bags. I would leave everything behind. <laughs> I would leave everything behind and start fresh. I will leave everything that I know and love. Exactly. I'm starting fresh. Here. Give me a bill. I'm starting yeah. fresh. We also get a PFD, which is like, so like every year, every person who lives here gets a certain amount of money and is based on the revenue of uh, the oil industry. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So like sometimes it might be three grand. Sometimes it's like 800 bucks. But if you live here and you find a job that pays you $2 million a year, you get that on top of that. Hey man, look here, bro. You know what I'm saying? Hey, if if it's if it's that bad, if it's that good shit, but I could not imagine walking out my house, like leaving the house and walking into negative anything. First of all, I have never experienced negative anything. The coldest I've ever been, I think, is maybe like 10 degrees. That's probably the coldest I've ever been. And 10 degrees oh, is like yeah, fucking yeah. summer for y'all. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. It's like people make fun of me because I've I've been in Alaska forever. And like I'm I'll, sorry I'll go about from, that, bro. Yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not super happy about it, but those, but I'm also glad that I am because I w- I would have never met my wife if I did leave. So, like, there, there's certain things about the actual landscape I'm not super happy about, but uh, as far as my life the itself, fact, the fact that I couldn't go outside and play basketball in Alaska really hurts my feelings. Actually, you can because really it depends on how, how much do you want to play basketball Bro, because I, I'm, a, I'm a hooper like i still hoop now i hoop almost every day well see and that's the whole thing is like so where i live i can walk to i can walk to a like a little park that we have and it's probably about a eight minute walk if i wanted to uh and i'll i haven't done it now but i remember when i was a kid in high school because i my dream when I was a kid is I wanted to go play basketball at the uh, uh, Duke University. I want to play at Duke so, wow. so damn badly because I love Grant Hill. And okay, in the, in, Yeah, and in the winter, I would just go and I'd shoot hoops in the snow and everything else. But, ah. I, but I also tore my Achilles about 12 years ago, so I haven't really played that much. But we have a little, little hoop. When was the last time you shot a basketball? Uh, I'd probably say, and that's the thing is like we we do have a we do have a, a court next to us, about eight eight minute walk away. But I, I would say the last time I actually shot a basketball would be three months ago. Oh, okay, man. I always, what, say, man. I always say when you, you, when you hoop, one of these groups. When you hoop and you white, you always have the jumper. You always have what? The jumper. Oh, okay. do my do my jumper will never leave me. I will, I will a hundred percent bet my jumper is better than your jumper. <laughs> I will a hundred percent bet. You know what? I will shoot against anybody who's watching this. I will shoot against anybody, and I will bet on myself. All right, here's what we gotta do. All right, so now that I know what this is gonna be, we are gonna do this. What's the bet? What's the wager? You and me, like nobody else. Just the wager, you and me. Man, might have to play around the world. Might have to play around the world on, on oh, live, around on live the world. Or wow, on okay. live or something. We might have to play a lot. We might have to around the world on live. 
Yo, that'd be that'd have be somebody fun. have right. somebody hold the like you know I'll like we can do this again and have and we'll have somebody like hold the phone and we'll take turns because I don't want to well, I can I, only, you know you're older than me so it's not fair for me to go fast. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so we'll just so, so we'll just take turns, huh? How old are you? I'm 28. Oh, that's oh my god! You're almost 12 years older than I am. Younger. Or I'm sorry, I can't. You're See, 20. Get it old? You fucking up. That's what I'm talking about. You, you, you picking on an almost 40 year old. That's why I said I don't want to go fast. That's why I said we could. That's why I said we could take turns. And Look, when you miss, on, when you miss, I'll go. When I miss, if I miss, you'll go. Well, the, the thing is, like, so I'm doing this through Streamyard. So it's gonna have to be with my computer because they're like, there's or you no, can use your phone. There's no, there's no app for it. No, you just no. It's a website. You you sent me a link and I just clicked on it and it's and I use Safari. Well, and maybe maybe if you started, but yeah, you have to, yeah, this is just ha, Safari. You would, this is just Safari. You would have, I know, but you would have to sign up for Streamyard because there's no Streamyard. I'm using it for my computer and I sent you the invite through that. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. It it will pretty much be the same process. You would just join with your phone. Well, you would have to initiate. Or, yeah, either way, either way, you know what I'm saying. I can get, I you know, I can I can find my way to the gym. Well, I can't go outside right now, but you know, I can find my way to a gym. This could be this could be some beautiful content. I'm like, yo, don't let this belly fool y'all, man. That. I, I kick ass on the court. I would love that. I'm we like, I'm like short. I'm like short. I'm like a combination of Zach Randolph and Jokic on the court. <laughs> With a little sprint. Yeah, I'm like Zach Randolph and Jokic. Whatever you, whatever you say, my man. That's what they, they you know, that's that's what they be calling me. Like, there's a guy, he like, he he called me Big Jokic. But I'm like, I don't pass that much. But when I do pass, I dime that joint. <laughs> you, you something else, my guy. I give my love a no look. <laughs> That's why I, I say every, I, I I pull that every time I make a good pass. <laughs> You're Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. How you good, man? Unfortunately, I have to go ahead and head out. Yeah, but yeah. We been we we been here two and a half hours. Anyway, that was my dude Jay Hall from the Marvelous Live Podcast. My name is Prescott Kelly. Peace All right, bro. Chopping See peace out. Always good. Thanks. Oh, you just gonna leave and be rude. All right, well, you guys, you know the drill. Stay up, stay blessed. Catch you guys in the next one.